wouldn't understand that here in Dillon, we win seasons. We don't win games. State championships. All right. Get you one of these. (laughs) (laughs) Well, this is the game. And we had a great pod. We had 12 different prop bets. I got to tell you, if you've been waiting for AJ to have his comeuppance, it's arrived. On my third pick, you guys were all begging to get down on my second pick during the pod. He oh, seems, get me down on that. He seems very defensive, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. Very defensive. Mm-hmm. It's what happens when you start backpedaling a little bit. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys, I'm going to keep this quick. It was a good long pod. Well, not super long, actually, but good, I think. And everyone performed. And AJ did have one I wanted to bet. Well, we'll find out. All right. There's two ways to approach this. There's a Fezzik-centric, and then there's a Fezzik-centric. Well, kind of. Let's start with the Fezzik-centric that's easy. It's very rare, and it really is, that we offer a one-year all-access. I mean, we do it a few times a year, but it's not readily available. Well, Fez, as you could guess, is and AJ is wanting to supplant him. But Fez, as you can guess, is the guy that gets the most of those because people have been with him year after year. From 2013 till now, he's up 500, well, over 500 units. Not 100, not 200, not 300, not 400, 500. Just think about the math. Even if you were, I mean, let's say you were a big batter and you were betting a nickel a game. 500 times 500? Is that a quarter mil? I think so. Yeah. All right. This season, NFL college football, for example, up almost 40 units, 57% in the NFL, 50 or 60% in college football, 22-23. So you take those two years up 142 units. This He's probably the best public sports handicap or sports better in the world. You guys know it. You listen. All right, so you can have the all-access with $100 off. It's already the cheapest per day you're going to get. All right? It's 18 or it's $19.95. Now, you think about it, $19.95 divided by 12, it's like 100 bucks, right? A little bit more. <laughs> no, it's less than 200 a month to get everything. And, 166 to be exact. And now you're taking another 100 off. So that coupon... Is Fez 100. And you know what? The reason the Fez 100 and his one-year all-access with the extra 100 is appealing now, especially when it's available. But number two, one of the best times of the year for Fez, who has a lot to – he was sundowning, so we let him go right – you know, we just finished the pod. I thought at one point it looked like he was going to nod off and hit his head on the <laughs> mic. But he performed like crazy. He is – 64% the last six years in the props. And last year wasn't a good year for him. So think about that. Without having a good year last year, he's still almost 60 or about 65%. You're going to have about seven or so star rated. There's already three up and about 20 plus additionals. All right. Now you might say, okay, RJ, it's available. We now know the record. What's the discount? We're going to give you Super 10 for 10 bucks off. And you know what? You can use it for Fez. You can use it for anything. If you're dumb, well, here's the thing. Would it, I want you guys to tell me real quick. If someone bought the one-year all-access but used the $10 on it instead of the 100 
Would they be dumb? Because here's the catch-22. They'd be brilliant to decide on getting the cheapest price on the, you know, on Fez, but they'd be dumb to lose 90 bucks because they didn't do that. The execution would be poor. Uh But, yeah, the concept would be good. Okay. What happens if they don't? That's something Fez has taught me a lot about. Like, uh, it's a great thing. He actually knows how to wire a house? No, he'll say, like, great thinking, but uh, your execution is off on this. Is that what he said about your haircut? I don't think so. <laughs> That's pretty funny. But... <laughs> you didn't even know what level it, it, I was I mean, it made me think for you a minute. You didn't even know yeah, what level I was working yeah, at, yeah. but you were chuckling. Yeah. That's the best you could hope. It's like his very vague chuckle. It's low-hanging fruit, like, you know, but that's all right. What do you mean? I'm making a bald joke? I mean, I wasn't. you're better than jo- that. Bald joke? What are you talking about? <laughs> all right. So you figure out how smart you want to be. But you got all the options here, Fez 100 or Super 10. And Super 10, by the way, I should tell you guys, I I stepped in and said, we got to do better. They There was a pittance you were getting, and I said, no, no. Now, think about it. A lot of pros have, I mean, look at AJ. I mean, he's had an amazing two-year run. The guy's winning. You All might, sports, I'm up 93 units this year. Well, he was waiting to say that, wasn't it? Well, I did the math. This year, as in like this football season? The calendar year, like okay. from January to January. That's good. So you're on pace almost for like 500, like five. See, That's what well, I was like when I was, was like 500. I, I mean, this is like my best year ever. But, the, well, I'd say it's your best year ever if you count the pod, but I think you add up all the late telephone. You've had, you won the college yeah. two years in a row a couple yeah. years ago. But that's the thing. You've taken it where you were a college specialist that we humored with the NFL to now being a guy who disagreed with me and Fez like eight times on this pod. And, and I don't you, think it was eight times. No, you I disagree. I okay. think the wind increases scoring. I think you said <laughs> at one point. <laughs> but you listen and enjoy. You go to if you want to buy, and, and obviously if you're watching the game, you're probably betting the game. If you're gonna bet the game with this ten dollars off, you can get Fez, you can get whomever. That's Super 10 or Fez 100. And by the way, they do this. Oh, they actually have both spellings. I think people are borderline satanic that spell Fez F-E-Z. I think it's I don't F-E-Z-Z. like that either. I'd use two it's Zs. It's Fez. Yeah. Yeah. It diminishes him. I think so, too. Like, imagine if he had to go to Shylock's to pay his gambling debts. That would diminish him, wouldn't it? It would. I don't know who would accuse him of that. Fez, F-E-Z 100. Or F-E-Z-Z 100. We got them both covered for you. Enjoy the pod and enjoy the game. The Super Bowl. Nothing more needs to be said. Talk to you next week. No. (laughs) We got a full house here. A.J. Hoffman at, what would we say, 4 o'clock? Yeah, around there. Yeah, from your 4 o'clock. Steve Fezzik at 1.30 around the Wise Guy Roundtable. Scott Seidenberg at 10.30. Diametrically opposed. I'm R.J. Bell at noon. Is that, no, I'm at 6. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's my kind of time, 6. I don't noon. That's a little early. Oh, wait. We got a good one, guys. We are going to do competitive-style Super Bowl prep. You've heard this game discussed a bunch. I don't want to go over the stuff that is obvious. What's the point, right? Mahomes is good. Shanahan's creative. I mean, all right. But what I'm interested in is what narrative are we betting? 
And how do you bet? Well, it means we're going to risk money. So we're going to do three props each. It's going to be a winding snake deal where once a prop is used, it's dead. It can't be used again. So you're going to get nine, or let me think about this, 12 separate picks here. Three times four. One, two, three. Yep, yep, yep. And none of them will be identical. One best bet, and one of the three picks from each of us has to be something associated with a score with the game. So it can be over, under, yards or whatever for two of them, but we need one first quarter over, second half under, et cetera. And we're doing this for fun. We're not going to overdo it. We're betting a nickel where the, the winner of this gets paid by the loser. And why don't we do this? Why don't we have two and three? It'd be two gets 100 from three. Good. That works. All right. So then two winners, two losers, or I guess I'll say me and one other winner. <laughs> and AJ, how you feeling? Uh, you know, you you were hot. A lot of people said two years of winning at like 57, was it 50 or 64%, right? Yeah. A lot of people say that's a fluke. It's like, well, wait a minute. 80 games or 90 games or so, so 180 or so in total? Yeah, almost 200. Almost 200 games at 64%, Steve. Yeah, incredible. Unbelievable. I was screaming at the hitman the other night. Yeah. I was, ta- I was talking to him about AJ, and he was talking about, oh, yeah, variance. And I was, I, I was like, give well, me the well, variance. Well, 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 here's the thing. When, <laughs> That's a big sample. No one wants to believe in me, RJ. No, they don't. Well, you do. Listen, do you ever see Car- – um, you, you saw The Devil's Advocate, right? Yes. Remember when he goes – uh, Pacino's going, only thing I see, you got a problem, they see you coming. He goes, you're not the underdog. He goes, me, they don't see me coming. Mm. You've got the underdog. Now, the, the thing is, oh, speaking of that, did you guys hear about what the, what came out about Vrabel and why he didn't get because a job? Because he's big? And then, like yeah. they said, there he's intimidating. I think the the athletic had to walk that back, right? Diana Rossini had to like have a like put something out about like a. I didn't see a retraction. Her, that's crazy. Her story or something well, like t- that. Look that up. Yeah. Because what I heard her say on the athletic podcast was that one of the principals that interviewed Vrabel, who was a decision maker, said in the room he is so big and he's so aggressive and alpha. It is kind of disconcerting, and we didn't think it'd be fun to like be around that all the time. Rex Ryan was a head coach, right? Yeah, <laughs> he's a but, big but, dude. but but I don't but think it's like Tubby. I don't think it's Tubby. I mean, <laughs> okay. I think it, here's the here's the first quote uh-huh. was uh, she was saying on the athletic pod. Um, do you know I had quote? Do you know I had a GM at the Senior Bowl who mentioned to me Vrabel's physical build that he's a very large human being and can be very intimidating to people in an organization that are going to be a part of these decisions and that's a factor which I laughed. And the reason I brought this up was AJ. I wanted to make sure you've never felt that towards with me that you were physically intimidated. Intimidated, yeah. Well, early on. Now I've gotten used to your stature. Yeah, yeah I'm, okay. And uh, I'm okay. not. I, and plus, there's a good bit of distance between us uh-huh. where well, we sit. Well, there's a table here. Yeah, like I. You, you did request it. Yeah, I feel like I could get away from you if you got really angry. I got to be honest. It's Frado. I fear. Well, you should. You <laughs> yeah, should. Bernie. Bernie you wants should. his former boxing um, background. He wants to beat me up sometimes. But you know, it's interesting, RJ. I would argue the opposite's true. Also, that I would say disproportionately, the head coaches in the NFL are six foot to six three. 
Much, much more so than the general population, right? No, I, well, because of former players. I Dan Campbell's pretty uh, oh, yeah, yeah, intimidating. Certainly, yeah. certainly. But Vrabel's got like a surliness about it. Yeah. So here's the clarification, or I guess uh, uh, an edit. Uh, Diana Rossini tweeted out, um, I absolutely laughed at the notion, but the GM followed up by saying, I'm just telling you, I've been in rooms and somebody's physical presence can make a difference. However, this is not the reason, despite it being a very entertaining theory. Not the reason why. But he why would hired. the guy bring it up? Yeah. I mean, the very fact that the guy said, "Hey, what was your impressions of Rabel? He's big. It's scary." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, I'm not sure how much of an effect it had, but it does seem weird, especially if you're in the NFL, right? Where you're seeing because I'll tell you this: I was when I was at the Steelers game. Uh, in with the Raiders, and I was able to get a sideline pass. So I, there is. I mean, I've seen. You know, I've been around a lot of Division One athletes at the time, meaning college kids. They're those DNs are six four, and they just look like another species. But in the NFL, it's like Pickens, the receiver, was was you know was abnormally large, but also um, very uh, svelte. Mm-hmm. Like, like not an ounce of fat. I wasn't intimidated, but I would have been if he ran after me or anything. We were on Radio Row today. We saw oh. Max oh. Max Crosby and Sean Merriman were both on Radio Row. Yeah. <laughs> and both of them look like they're just, like someone made a rock sculpture out of human flesh. Like they are just mountainous men. And it's like. So who were the two? Uh, uh, Max Crosby, Crosby from yeah, the Raiders yeah, yeah. and Sean Merriman. He used to be he's a Chargers like, like Buffalo. 15 years ago, right? He's Dude, still a he looks He looks yeah. like he's 35 and he looks like he could bury you. Like he's just he looks like a monster right now. So you guys were down Radio Row. Did you get any sound? Yeah, we yeah. got some. And okay. we'll be back tomorrow for even more. More sound on straight mm-hmm. out of Vegas AM. Fez was giving – I came in when they were recording a little uh, Fez segment – and somehow they spent 10 minutes talking about how to get a free uh, watered-down that, liquor. That's what they – listen, the the audience was asking, how do you get the best comps? I'm just answering the questions. Yeah, but I don't think – You said – I, I don't think what he was asking – the guy asking was, how can I not spend a dollar and get drunk? I think it was, how do I have the most fun in Vegas and get comped along the way, right? Well, lose a couple hundred at the table and you get free dinner. <laughs> you could, you, I mean, you could spend 200 for your, what is it, Belvedere, or you could spend nothing. It's up to you. Right? Yeah, but it's your time. is being, I mean, you don't go around like fake playing slot machines, do you? All the time. I can't help it. I, I, so you fake play slot machines. I was taught to do so back by some of the, my brethren. And like, like you never, you can never pay for a drink in Vegas. That's what they emphasize. You go to the bar and and you pretend to play, and you drink that for free. That reminds me of another Pacino movie, Donnie Brasco. Mm-hmm. When he goes, why'd you pay for that drink, Donnie? He goes, I, he goes, wise guy never pays for a drink. <laughs> always on the arm. He said, always on the arm. So there you go. We're going the 90s Pacino movies. Next, Godfather 3. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This should be fun. I, I'm Listen, I'm not saying don't press, don't get maximum value. I'm not saying that. I'm saying enjoy yourself. Yeah, and, and one thing as a sports better, you know, it's like I'll go into a Treasure Island. I bet a couple thousand. Ask for drink tickets. Like, oh, how, listen, many, how many? How many do you need? Listen, you know, listen whatever. to him throwing away the, uh, a couple thousand. Here's the thing: it's dimes. No, <laughs> but but let me ask you this: Could you imagine someone sees you at, let's say, the M? Oh no no no! Let's say Circa. Hmm? They go look at the hair. That is him, right? You're not going to doubt it. You run up. They go, is that Mel Kiper? No, that's Fezzik. 
you run up and you go, hey, nice to meet you. And they, they, so Steve, what do you like this weekend? They start talking to you. You go, um, could you move a couple steps this way? I want to make sure the waitress can see that I'm at this machine. Like, would you say that? No. <laughs> because you're saying that, that you're like, <laughs> you're looking at me like, what are you talking about? Like, you're saying you fake play. Right. I'm Could, just saying, wouldn't I'm, a fan necessarily maybe get in the way and obstruct the view of the people that's going to comp you? No, you don't even drink, right? I, I for free, I drink. So you, like, whenever <laughs> he you only go, drinks when it's plus EV, RJ. <laughs> what about your? You've lip? seen me drink. You've seen me. I buzz. saw you had two white wines. You've seen me be a like a, a white weight. That's yeah, white Donnie Brasco, yeah. white wine spritzer. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's Godfather too. But um, explain to me in the last year what the most unhigh roller thing you've done to get a somehow get a comp oh there's so many of them just pick one just pick one i was at the palms i have um i did a matching status which my card is expired Mm -hmm. but i used to have a card that enabled me to go into the vip um is it expired because when they renew every year whatever they look at and you just didn't have as much action the prior year yes okay good yeah so i still walk it i walk into the vip lounge and i just help myself yeah but that's not pathetic. That's like taking initiative. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But but if, if but if somehow let's say you would have got a card and then got underneath your like magnifying glass and and etched into it like twenty four instead of twenty three. Yeah. That might have been kind of sad. But just walk. It. Yeah. <laughs> well, you did that with your jeans, right? When you start putting on a little weight in high school. It changed the number to yeah. make sure I was still the same waist size. Yeah. yeah. No. You don't get that. No. Seinfeld. <laughs> You don't. I don't remember. It's it, always no. been thirty-two. Damn. I only. Yeah, I only watched Seinfeld one time through. I haven't watched uh, it. Again, oh really? So, yeah. I go to the food court if I'm at Caesars and I pick up like like four blue moons because I get four free drinks. And if but that, but but yeah. But I thought you got I, the Caesars thing got pulled. I thought. No, I just I'm backed off at the sports book. I'm still seven star. I still I still play. So in, you made this, but you won't be next year. Oh sure, well, I can play other games. It's there's, there's so you're gonna make a point. So this shows you how smart these these uh, membership things are. You're gonna go down there especially to like. Churn money so you can stay seven. Well, star. I can do it just with if I want to poker the WSOP. You can play. You get you get points through WSOP. So during the summer, I can play a lot of poker. Oh, you mean online? Tournaments? Online, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right, interesting. How's the poker games online these days? They got to be pretty tough, right? I've been betting college basketball. I'm not going to play the the cash games. I'd be playing the tournaments. Mm-hmm. I actually just downloaded the app. I've been playing the six-minute blast games. Let's try to get as much skill out of this as <laughs> yeah. we can. Uh, the blast is beatable. We'll talk. Okay. All right. All right. So, but it sounds like you try to optimize what you're already doing. It's not that you're trying to deceive. Yes. Okay. But what you guys were talking about, I mean, you got to listen to this. If you listen to straight out of AM to hear this, it's but you sad. can deceive. If you want to drink for free, you can certainly do deception. I tell you this, I had one experience. It was just a happenstance. Have you ever been in Mansion, the thing within the MGM? Yes. Okay. This thing was another level. I didn't even know it existed. Not many people do. Right? And a guy was a high roller. He knew me. We we hung out some. It was fun. He had like a 3,000 square foot villa or whatever. Right. But then he was, I think he was a Baccarat guy now I think about it. And he was sitting in there, and they had every liquor mm-hmm. known to me, like three shows of it. And it's like, 
um, Poppy Van uh, Van Winkle is that Pappy Van Winkle? Yeah. Pappy, I mean everything, and it was like, hey, give me a double. You know, it was like anything you want. They didn't even blink, right? Because the guy's betting. I think he was betting like three thousand a hand or something. I mean, it was big money. Yeah, so that's uh, thirty. That's thirty six bucks every time he bets three thousand. Thirty six dollars with the one point two percent. Well, not if you're Phil Ivy. Not if you're Phil Ivy. <laughs> but I mean, to me, that was a different level. It's like it's one thing. Like you got the hey, you're with the hoi polloi and you're walking around and you got to wait in line. That's you know. Well, first level is you can't get to Vegas. Right? You don't get the money, whatever. You're all right. You get to Vegas, and then you're in the crowd, right? Okay. Then you get all right. You got some money. You eat at a nicer place. Maybe you Uber Black. I don't even think they have that anymore. But that kind of thing. But then there's a couple levels above that, and, and at some level that isn't quite. They're flying you in on the private jet, like Tony Soprano. But you get a three dot, like something bigger than most houses. That's somehow so deep inside of the MGM, you don't know it exists. You have your own pool. Like, yeah, it's a different world. Have you been in a, I have been in one. In the mansion? In yeah. The MG- How? Uh, one, of my, one of my teammates that's a fighter was a main event fighter. Oh, okay. Uh, and he, he stayed there. That was cool, huh? Yeah, very cool. Did you? Did you we uh, weren't taking, uh, there, there was no alcohol in the room by request. Did you, now, did you try to go there the next weekend and just act <laughs> like you were supposed to be there? No. <laughs> hey, you remember me? I was, yeah, hey, I was here last week. <laughs> All right, so we got it all straight. Five, fourth place, the last place finisher pays a nickel to the top, and then two hundred gets a hundred from three. Only one pick per uh, that exact prop, and I think I'll go first we, if you guys want to keep it simple. And Maybe you said should... one of the picks has to be on a a side or a total or a derivative of a side or yeah, a yeah, Scoring. something that's point, yeah, yeah point, point related. related. I, I think RJ should go first and AJ should go last. I think so too, because of the classless way he's been. Okay. Yeah, that's why I can steal the prop that he wanted to do. What, one more point on the comps. I love that. I love some it. some people say you'll never forget that first time. For me, it's the first time you get a, a comped meal at a gourmet restaurant in Vegas. Oh, Mine yeah. was at the Maxim, and we did damage. I can tell you the lobster bisque, the um, the, the little seafood tower, all the way to the bananas foster to end it all. It was really good. Oh, listen. Actually, we met about 10 years ago. We met with some guy who was an old school kind of scammy guy with the gambling stuff, but he was trying to kind of figure out the internet. And it was at, it wasn't at the, it was like a place down near the Venetian, but it was not the Venetian. Right. So it was a lower, it might have been Sahara when it was open. I can't remember. And he sits down and goes, Yeah, I'm fully comped, you know? And it's like, Yeah, so anything, right? He goes, Yeah. So I got the the seafood tower, and then the person I was with goes, "I can't believe you did that." I go, "What? I would have been it would have been impolite not to." <laughs> you know, when uh, in '92, my best buddy George and I went to see Springsteen the first six shows in '92 when he opened up he opened up his tour at Brendanburn, right? As it mm-hmm. was at the time, mm-hmm. you remember that, right? Yeah. Now it's well, it's done now, but Continental yeah. Airlines, then Izod, yeah, yeah, so. <laughs> So uh, his uncle owned two diners in Jersey, which is like a huge deal, right? So we were, you know, I was uh, in college. It was in the summer, so it was like, yeah, okay, we get to eat for free. I I got mozzarella sticks every meal, like lunch, (laughs) dinner, and cheesecake. I think I put on 15 pounds that week, New York cheesecake. Were you a diner guy? Of course. Uh, all the all the desserts are made on the premises. Love it. That's one of the criterion. And then just, I mean, there's nothing better. 
than like a late night diner. Oh yeah, they're twenty four. I, I tell course. you, people own those things; they die early. It's like I mean, it's like they're at it from five a.m. to take deliveries. Got to worry about the, the most amazing shit. thing about a diner is that it's the most confusing thing as well. How can the same place that makes burgers and omelets also make chicken parm lobster and seafood? Sounds spaghetti? like Lombardi. Lombardi has that theory <laughs> that, that, that you can't if it has too much on the menu, you've got to avoid the whole thing. Any Jersey diner has the most expansive menu. The same chef can cook everything. It doesn't make sense. That's why In and Out Burger is the best fast food. Value. I think it's right up there for yes. sure. Y'all are about to change your mind on that. How so? Waterburger opened in Las Vegas today. Uh. Double the expense. No, thank you. Not unless I'm comped. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That put that put a button on this. We have a guest in studio, pre med. What school? Uh, Roslyn Franklin University. Not pre med. In my last year of medical school. Oh, last year. Not even pre med. Last year Post-med. of medical oh. school. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we're keeping our smartest audience in. You're smart, right? Some doctors are dumb. Let's be honest. Oh, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> we're keeping the street going. Now, here's the thing, AJ. Do you feel like we are causing people who aren't necessarily accredited or credentialed not to come in? Causing? Yeah. I'm actually filtering them out. I'm making them pass some sort of a test before no, I say. Oh, no. That's not true. Oh no! How would you true. even be able to d- discern how smart they are? You're right. No, but I'm, we don't just go by credentials. We don't. We don't want dumb people here. Right. But I don't care what your credentials. I'll are. tell you if some like if somebody uh, unless they want to play poker. Or in their request, teasing the total, they can't come. <laughs> yeah, if there if there's bad uh, punctuation or grammar in the request, I just pretend like I never saw. Maybe it. it's they're so smart they don't think about those petty things. Maybe so. That's I'll right. never. Know. That's what I tell people. <laughs> Subtle genius. <laughs> so he he looks up at the clock a minute ago, and I'm like, all right, maybe we Let's should go. go. Right. <laughs> this thing's gone on about 12 minutes. Well, maybe more. I'm going to go first, but here's the thing. I want, I'm going to go counterclockwise. Okay. Here's why. If you're not going to pick the one that you two both want, mm-hmm. then he gets a huge advantage because he's getting in a way like picking second – but then he's going to get the second coming back. He'll he can have it. it if he wants. I, I'll, I'll leave it. Ooh, I'll leave I like it that. Do and that. I don't like changing the rules. We were going to go this way. AJ was going to go last. Now you're like changing it up here. Well, I it, want AJ this is a moral last. dilemma for me. It's I think we should go reverse dilemma. order of winning percentage this year, Fez. So you should lead since you were barely above water. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> he is getting full. So he really, wow. You know what's funny? I have to take the prop now. Yeah. That's it. you got to take the prop. Steve, you better just smack whatever. Like you've got your ten or twelve, you put up at the site. Well, you know, we talked about. Uh, I am, I am confident that AJ will see the full physic acumen <laughs> and embedding prowess, and it's already starting to happen. All okay. right, let's do it. Unleash it. All right, I'm going with pick. Now, here's what I want to do, guys. I want to talk. I don't want this to be his pick, his pick, his pick. I want this to be we tell a story around the pick, and then we talk about it. Then we go to the next pick. Okay. I got a few choices here. One of the things I believe is this. I believe that Kansas City's a little overrated at this point. I think that the market right now being at two, two and a half, you know, earlier in the week, when everyone's saying, I'll never, ever not take Mahomes again as a dog. Well, all right, sir, Mahomes is a dog. What do you want to do? And somehow it's staying San Fran as a clear favorite. 
So that's that's a narrative. And to me, I think San Fran has a real good chance to win. And I think that I have a vision. And, And remember the New England game? When they played Buffalo in the wind, mm-hmm. and Belichick just kept running and kept running. <laughs> Three pass attempts. Kept running. Doesn't Shanahan, like, close your eyes unless you're driving and think for a minute about Shanahan running the ball 47 times, winning a Super Bowl with, like, 12 pass attempts. Um. If somehow he could do that, that – just his personality seems like he would like he's old school, uh-huh. but he also likes attention. Who are we kidding? He wants to be that that genius play caller. So I think Belichick, in a way, when he did that upset or not obsessive, but over the top number of runs, it was part to show I can beat, I can win this a game this way. I'm not saying he's gonna do it to hurt his chance, but remember, Kansas City struggles against zone type, Shanahan type running attacks. There's a uh, we got uh, Tooney, right? The guard is out, yep. mm-hmm. right? And I think it's very possible what we've. I mean, remember they looked really good, Casey, the beginning of that Baltimore game. Second half they didn't. So I guess what I'm saying is this first pick is I believe that San Fran probably will be in a good game state, and I believe Shanahan doesn't want to throw very much because he thinks that the weakness on Casey's against the run, and I think he's scared of Purdy. I think you can't say anything except Purdy's had three of his worst games, at least big chunks of them, against the Ravens and then the two playoff games. Now, let's give him credit for coming back and playing. But to me, if you're Shanahan and you have an inclination not to want your quarterback to lose it for you, I think they run, run, run. So my pick is going to be Purdy under 31 and a half attempts. Attempts under 31 and a half attempts. Fast thoughts. I gave out one release today to my premium clients. You're kidding. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm sure hoping you're going to win this bet. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. One play. Wow. And I have to find a new best bet. Yes. <laughs> wow. That's what you get for letting him go first. Look what you've done. <laughs> so did I take you didn't think I was going there did I just I, well I I was concerned I was hoping you'd land on 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 a rusher obviously but obviously it, it you're 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 playing the derivative spot on yes so, so yes <laughs> all right that's it I love it I love it now you know this got beat up in the marketplace so the market is now down to 30 and a half or you can lay minus 150 because it did move substantially Scott can you look that up when did it move? Right when I released it. released it. <laughs> well, then I think you should have released after I did my pick. I know. I'm not very happy about that. Sorry. Uh, no. We didn't uh, coordinate well. But I think there's still but, a 31 app, but there's extra big on it now. Got so why don't we do this? Why don't, why don't we each look up our own things, and when we double back, we can talk about the yeah, market. Yeah, yeah. So, Scott, why don't you go with your pick? Okay. I'm kind of piggybacking off of your pick, mm-hmm. and I'm sorry, AJ, but... You go, go, go. You talk smack about Fez, and I gotta, I gotta, I gotta take this from you. This is terrible. Both teams to score one or more rushing touchdowns. Yes, at plus one twenty-five. I'm shocked that this is a plus money price. Uh, Christian McCaffrey and Isaiah Pacheco are the two most favorites, like the two lowest priced guys for any time touchdown scorers in the game. 
In these playoffs, McCaffrey's rushed for two touchdowns in both games, so he has four rushing touchdowns. Pacheco has run for a rushing touchdown in each of the Chiefs' postseason games, all three of them. And we know that the Chiefs now are putting this emphasis on the run. Look at the amount of carries for Pacheco. Each week now, he is getting more and more carries as they're focused on the run. And for the 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 reasons you listed for, for Purdy going under, I think the 49ers focus on the run. And it's not just the running backs here. We could have a Patrick Mahomes scramble or quarterback sneak for a touchdown. We could have a Debo Samuel taking a little, you know, wide receiver reverse for a touchdown. I think both teams score at least one rushing touchdown in this game. The fact that it's plus money at plus 125 is fantastic. So let's think about this, Steve. So the total is – so what's the over-under for touchdowns? Right, because that, that that's out there, right? Yeah. So the total is forty-seven. So we're we're looking at just under six. So five and a half adjusted, probably a little big to the over. Okay. So the I think for, no five and a half, right? That'd be thirty-eight points plus three field goals. Yes, yeah, five and a half. Yeah, I think the field. I mean, from what I'm hearing, a lot of thoughts there's going to be more field goals than tip, typical. So I think yeah. So I, I guess mathematically, well, you know, one thing we could have you looked to see this year how many times the 49ers games have had both. You know, I guess maybe the way to look at it would be how often does KC have a rushing touchdown? It's, how it's really KC is is because San the Fran, assumption is McCaffrey's going to score and and San Fran like like uh, yeah they they don't have way more passing touchdowns than rushing touchdowns but San Fran, but KC does so mm-hmm. KC the KC rush is, is the real hurdle because I know Mahomes doesn't run him in no. he hasn't scored mm-hmm. all year yeah, yeah and he doesn't do sneaks very well no he doesn't do him at all they use Blake Bell when it's like when they're in a short yard situation mm-hmm. like that they put him in and do like the the push so how many how many times has Kansas City City had a rushing touchdown in, in, in how many different games? I guess. Is how many different games? How many? Well, we know in every. Had one. We know Pacheco really has scored. Yeah, we we same, know Pacheco. Same question, right? We know Pacheco has scored in every. He's rushed for a touchdown in every game this season so far. Well, uh, in, in, the in, in the playoffs, yeah, yeah, in these yeah. playoffs so far. So, and just going back through the past several weeks, uh, in the last game of the regular season against LA, I, I, nobody played. I, nobody played. Yeah, I'm throwing yeah, that game yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. So Cincinnati, they didn't have a rushing touchdown. Um, but then going back to the other games, um, they didn't have a rushing touchdown against New England. They had a rushing touchdown against Cincinnati. I'd have to go game by game. I, I, I kind of like this because I feel like the San Fran is such a monster favorite. It's almost like it's almost a proxy for betting. Will Kansas City get a rushing touchdown plus one twenty five? Mm-hmm. Because I'm confident that San and right Fran will get and one. right now, if you mm-hmm. look at if you look at the odds on touchdown scores, like Pacheco is the second favorite behind McCaffrey, and it's it's not plus one twenty five. I can tell you that much. It's a, you're, you're paying a little bit of juice on uh, on him right now. Let's look at the touchdown score props. Just well, on draft remember picks. now, running backs can catch passes for touchdowns. Very true. Too. He's minus one twenty to score a touchdown. Yeah, anytime. So, Steve, here's the reason I don't love this play. If I'm right about all the running, then it helps him, but then it hurts him at the same time because there's less possession. Certainly. So, in a weird way, this feels like it dampens itself. Regard if they don't run a lot, you get more possessions. So it's like there's no way to really have a. It'd be super sweet, right? Yeah. You know, the one thing I like about this is that I always wind up with more unders than overs. And this is one of those bets that helps avert disaster if it's just like a score fest and the game sails over. You know, that like, okay, here's one that's going to cash on, on a shootout. So, you think, so the theory is this is you hedging? Yeah. 
Um, but if you think, let's say that it, you think it has an 8% ROI, maybe you wouldn't play that. But since it's going against your main narrative, it's a way to get more money in action without ratch- ratcheting down the risk, actually. Yeah, you know, it's, it's a good, it's interesting you said an 8%. You know, in 10 years ago, you're spot on. I wouldn't play an 8% ROI. Now I would play 8% ROI. It's gotten harder. That's a question, is I've heard people say, uh, less pro- that they've bet less props this year. You mentioned it last week. How has the market shaped up in that regard? Oh, I, it's awful. I've I've got 22 bets, and that sounds like a lot, mm-hmm. but but that's woefully inadequate compared to you know prior years at this time. Normally, I'd be like in the mid 30s. Like I think I finished with 52 a couple years ago, mm-hmm. and I'm on pace to finish like 35. And is that just you think because uh, it, it's just sharper markets? Y- yes. What happened is that. In previous years, boom, a lot of places wouldn't even open till midweek, and they'd open in Vegas. So Wynn would come out with their props, maybe Station, then Westgate Thursday night. And what's happened is the DraftKings and the FanDuels are so good at this. They they price all this stuff you know, on Real every time game. in games. Yeah, so they just throw a little button and say, okay, we got 150 props that are priced correctly. Bang, those go out there um, you know, based on the side and the total. So um, by Monday morning, and there were some mistakes, but – it, it, the, the whole market's gotten hammered to the point that um, DraftKings killed the uh, the Westgate star, RJ. Thursday night used to be the big thing. Everyone would go down and see the Westgate props. Hard, it, it was not an event anymore. No big so, deal. So what, what time did they do it on Thursday? They, they did a five, okay? I didn't Which get there. weird. Why yeah. do it when people I, I don't can't know. get home from work? I arrived at 730, and there was it was a ghost town. Nobody was there. Jeez. Used to be there'd be like, like it'd be a big I mean, party. Lines. Yeah. So nine games this year, the Chiefs did not have a rushing touchdown. Ooh, that's not good. Yeah, so, yeah. I think— But also, in the second half of the season, they committed more to the run because yes. their offense yeah, wasn't working. Yeah. A lot of those, no, ga- a lot of those games whole- were in the first half of the season. In the, le- in the second half of the season, we've seen them run the ball more with Pacheco, and the fact that he has scored in all three playoff games shows me their, ga- their script. So this was the one you loved. Yeah. I like that he was able to jump in. Did you you got anything to add in the analysis? No, I mean we're, we've discussed. So this it. is all about. I mean, really, what you're saying is this: if the season is what's representative, this isn't a good bet. If the playoffs are representative, it's a really good bet. Yes. They don't know how to price it between the two. Mm-hmm. You're making a stand that the playoffs is the truth. Yes, and I also believe that there's there's opportunities beyond the running backs. Like things mm-hmm. could happen. Like what. There could be a goal line. I mean, goal line touchdowns, that's another bet that we could discuss. But there could be a quarterback sneak at the goal line. There could yeah. be a – Well, yeah. It, it doesn't have to be Mahomes. It mm-hmm. could be, yeah, yeah. you know, they get their pass interference well, in the end zone. They rush up Kelsey behind the, the center and he sneaks it in. Like, there's a lot of ways you can get a rushing touchdown that doesn't have to be a handoff to Isaiah Pacheco. I understand. I understand. And they do do a lot of, like, end arounds or whatever mm-hmm. down there. All right. So that's our second pick. Steve Fezzik. All right, we're going to go to the sack market. And I've noticed just in the last 24 hours, sharp money has come in on two bets. One of them is just sacks in general to go under four and a half. And another one has been Kansas City, the KC defense, to get the first sack. And so putting those two together, and also with the narrative of more running by both teams, fewer sacks, I agreed with that. I'm like, all right, if they're betting KC to get the first sack and they're betting sacks under, that is not bullish, either one of them on the 49ers defense to get sacks. So I'm going to play the San Francisco defense under 2.5, minus 140 on sacks by the San Francisco defense. All right, sacks by the San Francisco defense. We know Mahomes is, you know, as they say now, sacks are a quarterback stat. He doesn't he take He does them. not get sacked. He gets pressured. He doesn't get sacked. Um, 
You know what dawned on me was how we haven't, I haven't heard very many people talking about the matchup Kansas City and San Fran had last year. Remember mm-hmm. when KC went into San Fran and just, just murdered them? Yeah. I wonder why that, to me, I mean, McCaffrey wasn't there yet, I don't think. Or he just had got there. Mm-hmm. But um, it does feel like if you give Andy Reid familiarity, it's, it's going to be to his benefit. And because in theory, you think of Bosa, you think about, but really that D line hasn't been playing very well. And money's coming on Bosa's sacks under as well. So it's kind of like a perfect storm. I'm watching all the prop market, and every single ancillary related prop is saying San Fran's not going to sack Mahomes. Now, your rationale of not just playing what's directly being played is those markets have moved. This is an adjacent market or a derived market from it. Has that market trailed in its movement? Yes. So what was the, do you, what was the open on this? What was Well, I, I bet personally under two and a half lay a dollar ten. Okay, I did that today. I found mm-hmm. that at a book. So I just said minus 140 because I, I want to give some wiggle room for shopping around. Oh, yeah, so I'm okay. sure you're going to find okay. that. All right. So, any thoughts on this one? So, I generally like it. Uh, I, I think the other the other thing that the, the, like the there's been complaining from both sides about holding. Uh, so I, I think that there, you might see. Wait, they're complaining that the their the other teams are, are getting holding? away with holding. Kansas City holds like crazy. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think that if there there could be some. I think there could be some calls that, that end up saving. Well, but Steve, you're the big believer that on these biggest games, they won offense. Yeah, they don't call holding. That's why penalties are getting hit under. Like penalties are, are over under 10 on penalties, and it's only going down. Yeah. Then that makes and me the like crew doesn't, more. If they don't call holding, that's great news for uh, a QB sack under. Yeah. No, that, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. All right. AJ. I'm going to go with. Patrick Mahomes under 261 and a half passing yards. Ooh. And it's not that I'm uh Ooh. down on Patrick Mahomes or anything. But God, that, how can you be down on God? That's just uh oh, uh oh. Fez comes in strong. That's all right. Pressing I, the button. What I, do you mean it's all right? He's making a bet. I, I'm happy about that. No, I I, I just wanted to, to to clarify, I think you gotta play this five minutes before the, the game. Oh, takes I off. mean I well, you pressed the button in order to clarify that? Yeah, because he made a, he made a bet he I, I consider this to be a betting error. You're That's playing, true. You're playing That's a premium th- you're playing a premium so, player. So, you have to so say you're betting against him on it. Yeah, because be, be, I'll oh, scalp okay, him. Okay. I'll scalp him. I don't be, get to do what you guys have been doing the last couple of weeks and say I'll take the number right before uh kickoff. Well, well one would well, think well, if, one would think if you'd been paying attention, you'd realize there was precedent and you could do that. Well, that's an interesting point. As long as you risk the downside, yeah. why wouldn't we do that. It's okay. Like you put an order in, right? Now, you guys have your bet at the bet that it <laughs> That's is. fine. Okay. Well, okay. Well, it's not fine. It's just the rules. That's the rules. All right. So, do you want to now copy us? And yeah, I want to copy you. All right. So, let's see if you can articulate it. How do you want to do it? Uh, I guess we'll we'll take what we'll look at the books that we normally look at, the five yeah. books, and uh-huh. we'll take a um, what, a median number? Yeah, I mean, you know, I don't know. We'll pick three we'll take, books. We'll take, take we'll the, take best, the best number that's available three at three books. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But but again, how is it, what's the scenario? You got to lay it out for us. Like, what number do you get? I mean, if it, is it, there a trigger point that you want? Like the way we did it was, we said if it went to a certain number, we bet it immediately, and it had to be there for four hours. I think we said, and then if it uh, isn't there, we take whatever the post number. Okay. Right. I, I would say if it gets to two, I would at two sixty five over two sixty five. That's where I would under two sixty. I would want under two sixty five. If the number goes over two sixty five, that's when I would. And if it never, play. if the number never gets to two, if it gets to two sixty five, we execute. If it never gets to two sixty five, we will play ten minutes before the game starts. Deal. All right. All Excellent. right. 
But you, you, go ahead. Oh, I was do you, I was just going to talk about the actual handicap, yeah, yeah. which is uh, th- this is the new Chiefs offense. This is a, a run heavy offense, and they are relying more on Isaiah Pacheco than they are Patrick Mahomes these days. And Patrick Mahomes, his his passing yards, two forty one against the Ravens, two fifteen against the Bills, two sixty two against a crippled Dolphins defense. Uh, that's in these playoffs. They've been more care- they've been more run heavy, and they've been more careful about throwing deep. They don't trust anybody except Rasheed Rice and Travis Kelsey in the passing game. I just I don't see him throwing for three hundred yards. And even thinking back to last year's Super Bowl when it seemed like the Chiefs scored a million points, Patrick Mahomes didn't even throw for two hundred passing yards. Like this is the Chiefs now are not a high volume passing yard team. They they throw when necessary, but it's not the the majority of their offense anymore. So I like the under on passing yards. What do you think, Fess? I like it. Absolutely. So you so you wanted to so you wanted to bet him three hundred dollars over his execution? Well he's gonna yeah, he's hoping it middles in that four yard span. I well this is big free. <laughs> I've been all all week long I've been talking about the um the eight of clubs betting method, where you write down all the numbers on all these players, and I said, and all the star players are sure to drift. People are going to bet C Mac over, Kelsey over, Mahomes over, and so just write down what all the numbers were early in the week. Look at what they'll be at the end of the week, and when you see them, these these star players inflate upwards, it's rarely wrong to play them under. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense, and I do think that if San Francisco runs the ball. A bunch, like I expect, it lends the other team not to want to go three and out. Like in, in a way, it influences the other team by oh, they just took eight minutes. Do we got to run some. T- yeah, some if clock it's third here. and one, are you really going long? If that means you're going to have to punt, potentially yeah. punt. So I do think it feeds on itself. Which again, remember, we're going to do a same game parlay separate pod. I've got a couple of real interesting angles that I want to explore, and we will in that separate pot. Okay, so that was everyone's best bet, all right? Now I'm going to go with my two-weight. No, it's my two-weight. That's how a snake draft works. Oh, but but let's think about this. And then what happens when the third pick happens? I I take the very last pick. All right, go ahead. That's fine. Uh, I'm going to go Charverius Ward under four and a half tackles, a little defensive prop. Charverius Ward stays on one side of the field. He's on the left side of the field. Over 90% of the snaps for the Chiefs. That's Patrick Mahomes' right side. Rashi Rice only lines up to Patrick Mahomes' left, which means it's Marquez Valdez-Scantling, uh, Watson. These, these bummy wide receivers that Patrick Mahomes doesn't want to throw to are going to be standing across from Charvarius Ward. So basically, this is just about the volume of passes that I expect those guys to see. If you look back in, in these playoffs, uh, th- like guys that aren't, Kelsey, Pacheco, and Rice. In the Baltimore game, Valdez, Scantling, and Watson combined for four targets. Four out of the 36 targets went to those two guys. Uh, they got five out of 21 against Buffalo. They got four out of 34 so what, so in the Dolphins perc- game. So what percentage of a cornerback's – is it a cornerback? Cornerback. Tackles is about the receiver – his receiver catching the ball. I mean, it's almost exclusively. Really? Because it's not like a safety who plays run defense. Like this is a guy who's tracking a receiver. Primetime once said, "Don't tell me about all that cover too. Just tell me what number guy I got. I got to cover. That's my job." Uh, yeah, no, I understand. It just it does seem like, especially if San Fran's run. I mean, in a way, if if we're or what I'm thinking happens, there's a ton of running. Then then 
I don't know. Then the linebackers get yeah. all the time. So I guess I guess in theory it's going to be short pass. I mean, hmm. So what? So San Fran plays a lot of four zone. Half. Four and a half. So okay. It's an interesting at, handicap. What, yeah, what, I like the handicap. Yeah, it's an interesting handicap. I you just, come up with that yourself, or you? You've... Well, the I, I didn't know that Rice was. I knew Ward was always on one side. I heard someone say that yeah. uh, that Rice is always on one side, and I checked to see which sides they're on. Yeah. And it's opposite. So. Okay. Oh, it's clever. It's yeah. clever. It's clever. Good. So he went under this number in five straight games to end the season before having five tackles against Green Bay, but only had one tackle against Detroit. So it's already priced such that we would lean under, and now the game, the the, the Kansas City makeup makes it. And especially stronger. considering how much like Detroit and and Green Bay were passing, you think, yeah, I like that. I like that. <laughs> that's pretty good, actually. That's pretty good. You know something? I think I'll um. Uh, I think I'll take a nickel on that, Steve, when you guys are doing it. <laughs> well, yeah, hopefully it's happening as we speak. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, that whole like finger wave thing. Uh, yeah. That means go. I, thought, I didn't know if he was saying bring the check. Or... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, you're, you're ba- well, let him. Well, all right. Go ahead, Matt. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is like the, the stream effect here. All right. That's a good pick. Got a mole in here. No, 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 no. He removes moles. At, mm. Those can that become, was hilarious. Those can become, I, uh, uh, I, thought I don't was, know what type of doctor he is. <laughs> but they, they, we weren't getting yeah, real yeah, about it. Yeah. That was so good. It really like, was. When I, it I, hit I, me, it was yeah, like, yeah. damn, that's funny. And then everyone's just dead mm. silent. I think that, that shows I, why you guys aren't really funny. I just think, like, I don't think the audience would have caught that. I think oh, we have, we have the smartest it was audience. So, so it, was you, so, it was so subtle. <laughs> so you laugh based upon what you think the audience is going to laugh at? I am a proxy for the audience. <laughs> All right, my next pick. I did some no, notes. No, uh, no, no, not your it, turn. What? What? Yeah. Not your turn. <laughs> Jesus. But you right. are going to get to go back to back. That's exciting. But it's going to be a while. <laughs> uh, my, I'm, I'm up on the clock, and we I am going to go. I'm going to play the largest lead in the first half. Now, this is interesting. What? We always hear largest lead in the game. Currently, the largest lead in the game is 14. So I'm going to ask you guys. What do you think the largest lead in the first half should be? Recognizing they score by threes and sevens in the NFL. That's sevens are more common than threes. What? I was going to say ten. <laughs> you are a proxy for another audience, <laughs> not ours. The largest lead in the game has to be larger than the largest lead in the first half by definition. Or it could be equal. Or it could odd. be equal. Yes. <laughs> That's an interesting point because there is such... You're somewhat made by point, so thank you. <laughs> there, the, the, but there is such a... Like it's going to be 10 or it's going to be 14, you feel like you know it's got to be over 10. So the question is, do they, how do they account for it? Stop it right there, my man. Yeah. So I've heard 14 and a half, I've heard over 10, and I've heard 10, and it's irrelevant to go any further because we're playing over nine and a half, lay a dollar 50. Okay, so you're laying a dollar 50 over nine and a half. So it's really, really effectively, will someone score twice? It, Absolutely. Well, well I guess if someone else has go seven yeah, and then the it, other guys yeah. score twice. But but you know what nails this is that we typically love betting three consecutive scores. Yes, right? Team scores three times. Mm-hmm. Really, we just need somebody to score twice to start this game. It, it, it's so unlikely they're going to go field goal, field goal. Let me play devil's advocate. We know the first quarter is low scoring typically in the Super Bowl. It's still lined to nine. Yeah. Okay, which is, again, not – I mean, typically, if this was regular season, it'd be 10, right? Yes. All right, so – and that's a huge difference because now you're saying if there's two scores in the first quarter, chances are the over is good, right? Mm, 
I mean, yes, could yeah, be yes, field goal, yes, field goal. Yeah, right. absolutely. Yes. So my point being, if we figure there's going to be depressed scoring in the first quarter, that gives you a lot less combination, fewer combinations where you can get that that ten point. Sure, later. but Kansas City games are higher scoring the first half than the second half, so that offsets. Well, the Super Bowl. I'm not sure about that. Yeah. So let me let me give you some data. They, they've met expectations, right? Let me give you some data on that. Thank you. All right. So what I did was this is very. It took me about about two and a half hours. So what I did was I looked at every playoff game Kansas City has had under Andy Reid. Every playoff game San Fran has had under Shanahan. That's two universes. Then I said every other playoff game that happened from 2009 or 8, I can't remember, on. Okay? So it would have been whenever Shanahan started. So there's three groups. Mm-hmm. All right, so then I said, all right, let's look at first quarter scoring. Let's look at second quarter. Let's look at combined first half, third, fourth, combined, et cetera. Okay, so you're saying how does um, San Fran or how does Kansas City score early? Okay, so in the first quarter, Kansas City in the playoffs has been one point under the the, the average. Both teams? Or um, because we're talking both teams. No, we're talking Kansas City oh. on offense, one point under, and um, – San Fran has been one point under themselves. I also, um, and this is under the differential. So the actual total in this case is uh, two points to the under for the first quarter, if you think about it. And then, but if we look at first half against second half, Kansas City scores 0.7 more points in the first half. And San Fran scores 1.7 less in the first half. Mm-hmm. So net net for the first half, it's it's minus. Uh, it's right around even for the first half. So you know, uh, I'm not saying that makes it a bad or whatever, but I'm saying that those are the actual you know specific odds. So, I just thought 10 was like no, such a clear number. Like 10, it's so likely you're going to get a 10. How much would you price 10? Like, what would you take, go over 10? What would you have to get back? Gosh, I think it's worth like 80 cents. All right. So the, maybe that's too high. 70. I'll say 70 cents. So here's the key it doesn't need to be a 10 point lead at the half or at any right. point. Okay. Okay. I and like Kansas it. City games also, um, yeah, anyone who's watched Kansas City playoff games knows they've had wild swings in the first half. Where they get down double digits numerous times, so it doesn't. Well, have- they certainly did. So that that's interesting because if we look at um, Kansas City uh, when they played Tennessee that first time yeah. they went through the Super Bowl, it, it certainly was the case, right? They were down big against Houston. They were down big, right? Right. And even this year, you look at like a low scoring game against Baltimore. They still got ahead by ten points. Yeah, I got the, the magic ten. Yeah. So you guys got any thoughts on that one? I mean, I, just the fact that I said 10 was the number makes me feel like uh, I, I prefer Fez's side to the other. So that it just that makes sense to and me. I like, to, I like a team scoring 10 consecutively yeah. without the other team scoring. The, yeah. and, and, you know, I probably misspoke – or not misspoke, but I didn't think that all the way through because if the other team gets up – so let's say Kansas City is up 7 nothing, and then San Fran scores and then they score again, well, they're not going to be up 10. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be, you know – uh, yeah, exactly. Some percentage of the time, I think more than fifty percent of the team scores twice. You're going to be fine. Yeah, and I think a good way to look at this: if if a team gets up seven, okay, you, 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 I know it depends who has the ball, but just looking at it from at that point, someone's going to get up by seven, and when they do, it's like you got a fifty-fifty chance that that next score is going to win for you. You just need that team that's up to to get the next score. Now let's think about it that way. Okay, we know chances are there's going to be more. 
So how many score? So the over under in the first half, 23 and a half, 23 and a half. So that's assuming, let's say if we say six, nine, 14. So what are we saying? What is that? Two touchdowns and three field goals? How do, how do you even think about it? I think that? you got to do fraction. We got to do two and a half yeah. touchdowns and one and a half field goals, right? All right. Something like that. So now the question is when someone scores that first field goal or touchdown, now it you know they need uh, 10 in total, but it could be either they are 50% to score again, right? So that's a 50 50. It's actually a little less, but you know, just because the other team has the ball. Yeah, yeah. I'd that's be a good, no, no, that's a real that. good point. That's a good point. I'm just thinking. I'm just I, my mind's on how many cracks of the can are you getting? Yeah, yeah. Because if they do tie it up, now you got to score two more times in right, a row. Right. And I get so really what you're saying is it's you score the first two times. But 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 but, but yes. But what you bring up also is that you're assuming both teams are going to get a field goal or a touchdown. So if one gets a touchdown and one gets a field goal, now we're on a four differential. Now I just need. I need a, I need what I need the team that's ahead to score a touchdown, and that gets me there. So there's multiple paths to get there. All right, that's interesting. So let's say Casey gets a touchdown, San Fran gets the field goal, it's three, and then they get the touch. Uh, let's think about that. They get another touchdown, fourteen to eleven. Yeah. Okay. So this is one we could model if you really yeah. think about it, right? Well, and, and part of it, I'm just thinking back of all these Kansas City playoff games. I think it's three and zero this year. Yeah. So I mean, it's just it just seems like three and zero that someone had a ten point lead. Yeah. Okay. In the first half. Yeah. All right. Well, we know it has been in the 49ers games. Yeah. Right. Yeah. All right. Good. That's a good point. So five and zero so far. No, that's that's strong. And you're plus one forty. And really, what would you be if you were over seven and a half? Uh, by the same, right? Well, they would have lost. The, yeah. What I'm saying is, what would the if they were letting you bet over seven and a half? What would the price be? It'd be almost the same as nine. Right. And a half. That's what yeah, I'm yeah, saying. Yeah. So it's eight and nine or so, it's missed extra point things. Yeah. yeah. Or I, I, fourteen to six could hit. That's true. So then, now that's let's think about the math on this again. Now we got the whole second half if you do the whole game, but now it's got to be four. So does that? Four and a half points, but really, does that idea of two scores versus two touchdowns is a push? Is what you're saying in the other one, right? Yeah, you know, I, I, I just I know almost all NBA games. The when it's a pick 'em, the largest score prop is usually right around sixteen and a half if it's not a crazy high total. But by example, I think the first half is like twelve and a half. So it, it, it the first half is surprisingly the largest lead. It's like seventy five percent of the game lead. In terms of how the highest lead you expect somebody to get, so if you followed like that same ratio, I think you you again would get to like ten and a half. Have you have you fired? Uh, have you bet this one? I have. Okay. No, I was just thinking because I think I, I could actually uh, go in the database and, and 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 get a look at it. Just look see. at all games. Yeah, high, all games all lined up. I think all, all playoff, playoff games game. lined in the between 44, 44 and, to forty eight or, yeah, or, or to fifty. Forty four to fifty. I think get so. a big data sample. Yeah, I think over yeah. forty four and below and yeah. below fifty. All right, Scott, you're up. All right, I'm going to go back to the well with my favorite bet over the past. I don't know how. No, many apparently weeks. your second favorite bet now that you poached mine. There you go. Uh, do you <laughs> want that? Wasn't all great shakes that you, one. Do you want to poach this one from me? No, I'm no. done. I'm... We're going to go second half under 24 and a half points minus 118 is the current available line, and Chiefs second half under is now 18 and two on the season. They're actually 19-1 and one to the fourth quarter under this season. But I look at what both of these teams have done the entire season. Kansas City is the best second-half defense in the NFL, allowing just 6.8 points per second half. 
San Francisco is the seventh best defense in the second half this season, allowing just 8.5 points in the second half. And the Chiefs offense has struggled mightily in the second half of games this season. The fourth lowest scoring second half offense in the NFL the entire season at 7.6 points. I think this is going to be a low scoring game overall. And I think game script. Now, am I worried about overtime? Maybe. But I think this is going to be a tightly contested, low-scoring game with both teams running the football. And I think we get another second half under with the Kansas City Chiefs controlling the time of possession. All right. Well, I got to tell you, I was looking at the the quarter splits. And it was another site I had never been to that had a bunch of the splits. It, It was separate than this other analysis. And if I remember right, I'm going by memory, Kansas City was like minus 11 because uh, they were doing second half over unders, they were looking yeah. at, mm-hmm. and uh, Kansas City was like eleven points per game under expectation. Mm. Now think about that—an entire season of half, you know, a half of football every game, and they're projected to score uh, X number of points, and they're scoring like eleven points less, or or combined, I guess, defense yeah. and offense. I mean, that is, the, the next highest team was like three and a half, or the next lowest team was minus three and a half. So it was like I've never. I mean, it was really an out like like two standard deviations more. And what we know for sure is Mahomes is uh, conserve. He gets even more protective of the ball in playoffs. And AJ, you were mentioning before six straight playoff games, no interceptions. Last one was the loss to the Bengals. He threw two in that game. And I mean, we had in this whole playoffs where pretty much the team that loses the turnover battle has been losing the games. Yeah. And I think that's another reason San Fran runs the ball like crazy. By the way, this is one you you can wait until halftime to bet because long halftime show, squares, what are they going to be playing? Second you know? half overs. Second yeah. half overs. So I, still, I don't agree with that. I don't, really? Because here's the thing. The scenario, he thinks this is robust in any scenario. Mm. That's the thing. If you think mm-hmm. it's game state – Dependent, and I also think uh, the twenty four is a good number. A and, number. and you're thinking if it's six three at the end of the half, then then, well, then you're no way in heck you're going to get a twenty four and a half. Exactly. Yeah, yeah I yeah. agree with that. I mean, or if it's even a close. I mean, like in general, wouldn't you say that the if there's a one, especially if Kansas City's down, the over in the second half gets jacked up, right? Yes. Because they know. So I guess what I'm saying is I'd rather if 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 I really like the play. See, I think it's great to have plays. You say. Okay, you know, I would lay that at two. Uh, I would, let's say, lay three. Well, that's not a good example. Say, I would lay six, but, you know, five and a half would be a lot better. Some people don't want to ever miss a bet. Yeah. I think it's better to say, all right, about half the time you're not going to bet that. About half the time you're going to get five and a half. I'd rather you have half as many bets for twice as much at five and a half or even the same amount. Or you can do both. You just bet part of your bet now, and you can, yeah. you can you can see if you get a bargain. You can, you can re- reload more. By, by the way, of course, we'd be remiss not to mention, we all know the, new, the overtime rules with the touchdown doesn't end the game. It's so possible. Why, why don't you explain that real quick? So in the regular season, you score a touchdown. It, it's tied uh, 17 all. You score a touchdown, 23-17, final score. Okay, In the playoffs, you score that touchdown. Now you got to go f- for your extra point. The other team gets the ball. So it's certainly possible we could have a 15-point overtime. So mm-hmm. we could get train wrecked. Unlikely, but it could happen. Yeah, but I'm not banking on that. But that's going to be building the line to some degree, right? Ah, it's too obscure. Hmm. 
Well, I'm, I'm not I'm not banking on that. I am banking on just it being a low-scoring second half, which is what we've seen all season. So you season. like the under. Under 24 and no, a half. No, no, what I'm saying is you I like, like the, the under. Game, yes. you think, no, 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 no. You like the under in the second half, so you think it's going to be a low-scoring second half. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you go, Thank the you. reason I like, and, and, the reason I we, like this. Now, this will be on our correlated parlor. We're going <laughs> to put both in. Yes. So <laughs> I, looked up the, I looked up Andy Reid's history with the Chiefs. And Kyle Shanahan's playoff history. So these Andy Reid, all playoff games with the Kansas City Chiefs. Kyle Shanahan, all playoff games with the 49ers. Second half combined points between them and the opponents. For the Kansas City Chiefs, 24 and a half, right on the number. For the 49ers under Shanahan, 23 and a half. So we haven't we don't have a dramatic number that goes well beyond what the scope of this line is. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. I'm doing a, and that covers you for the year over under. I'm going with a derivative type bat. And I think I'm, I don't think Fez is going to do this, but I want to get it first in case he would. I'm going back to the same well, fourth quarter, Kansas City. And plus a half, right? Uh, look at the number there, if you would. Scott. Minus mm-hmm. 155, I think. All right. Well, we'll see in a second. Kansas City, fourth quarter is minus a half, plus 110. Minus 115 on the money line. Now you get, we just got to shop. Yeah, around. let's show you. Yeah. You want to look around? Well, there's, um, yeah, you want to look around for I'll me? Look at quarters, yep. Okay, so here's my rationale on this one. And, and, and this one's actually pretty damn sweet. So I was talking about the idea of third quarter, fourth quarter, historically against the league in the playoffs versus Kansas City versus San Fran. So what I did was I said, all right, I want to see where there is the biggest variations, all right, from the average of the other teams in the fourth quarter. And Steve, what I really liked about this last week or two weeks ago, but last game where you liked it is I'm thinking, all right, probably San Fran favorite, have a better than 50% chance to be leading. I like the best quarterback in the game down if it's seven, if it's 10. I mean, at that point, entering the fourth, what's going to be the uh, what would the in-game line be? You think? Let's say they're down uh, seven. What's the in-game line for Kansas? Kansas City be laying uh, laying one and a half. All right. So most of the time, and that's a big, you know, that's a big edge, right? So most of the time, let's call it sixty percent, right? Well, I guess you're going to be tied at some point. So uh, sometimes, but now let's say Kansas City is up seven. Well, to me, with those six-minute drives that they do, that their ability to throw the ball and make it like a run, I think they're one of the best teams in the league to keep a lead. Yeah, we've seen that in multiple games where they just milk the clock out. Yeah, and can run the the, the four-minute drive becomes a six-minute drive with mm-hmm. Kansas City. Absolutely. So, and and as far as them coming from behind, heck, look no further than the last time these teams played in the Super Bowl, right? Kansas City was down ten late, won the game. Now I've got two choices here. Is the way I got it with the differentials against the league average, I've got Kansas City 4.8 points better than the league average scoring in the fourth. Okay. Now, I got San Fran scoring a half point more than league average. So you're thinking, well, why not just go over, or I'm sorry, why not just go under the Kansas City fourth quarter? Team total, or I guess it'd be over in this case. Mm-hmm. And, but here's my thinking one, I generally like the under. And two, I know Kansas City kicks butt in the second half on defense. Yep. So now we roll that into the mix, and it feels like it's better than to focus on all the points Kansas City scoring. 
let's also think about their defense in the second half. Not so much. We're, it's not that we're fading San Francisco, but I will say this. Purdy down seven, I think he's got a lot more nerves, a lot more jelly in the belly, as you would say, than the Mahomes. Yes, and you know it's interesting because I wanted to ask you, the fact that he had the big comebacks the last two playoff games, do we, it's, it's, do no. we trust him more? I say yes. Do we trust him? No. <laughs> no, I think, I, I think we trust him more. But the thing about the Super Bowl is it was a yeah, but now it's the Super and Bowl. And he was home. He yeah. was home, home cooking. No, you know, crowds quiet for you. You know, it helps. Yeah. So I mean, I, I, I certainly. Here's the thing. Net, net. I'm more. I'm less good, or I'm less optimistic with Purdy than I was three weeks ago. Like entering the playoffs, whatever my thoughts of Purdy was or were, they are now less than they were then. I mean, because you can balance it. You could say, well, he came back. The very- I might trust him to be clutch, but he's not as good. I agree with that. So, net-net, I'm downgrading him. If anything, Kansas City looks better. So, I guess it's a scenario where it's being priced as if, oh, if they're up, it's a bad bet. If they're down, it's a good bet. I don't think that's so much the case with Mahomes, and especially with Purdy having to come back in some scenarios. So, I'm going with... I'm gonna. Uh, so you're saying even you think at the at uh, the yeah. So San Fran is minus 105, mm-hmm. and I think that's better than taking plus a half minus 145. Now everyone who's listened to the pod says, wait a minute, Fez, that's only 40 cents. You've been advocating these first quarter bets take plus a half and pay an extra 75 cents. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the first quarter, and the first quarter, and the reason being is so often the first and third quarters tie. But it isn't nearly as common in the second and especially the fourth quarter because the fourth quarter is the one quarter. Let's face it, if there's going to be a two-point conversion attempted, it's going to be in the fourth quarter. Down 14, you know, that yeah. kind of scenario. Yeah. It's a good point. So what price do you see from So me? minus 105. All right. On That's Kansas it. City? Yes. Okay. What do you guys think? I love it. Yeah, I, I generally Makes think sense. the same thing is, is if, it, like, if, the, if it goes into the fourth quarter and it's – if Kansas City's trailing – I feel I a lot. Them. I feel a lot more yeah. confident in Kansas City than than vice versa. And I love them to squeeze the lead, nineteen and, and one to the fourth quarter. And if it's tied, and if it's tied, I like Kansas City also. Yep. Yeah. All right. Yeah. You go again, back to back. Again. Yeah. No. How's this sound? You. I'll let you. you want me to take right. it? Yeah. Okay. You don't want to overdo me. That's right. how the. That's how drafts work. Okay. <laughs> you're on the clock. <laughs> you're on the you... clock. You pass. All right. I might go get a little water. <laughs> I'm gonna go with any team to score thirty or more points. No, at minus one thirty. We've already discussed. Mm. I'm on the under on this game. I'm on the under 24 and a half in the second half. I think 24 to 27 points is the winning score in this game. The Kansas City Chiefs have not allowed an opponent to score 30 points in any game this entire season. No opponents have scored 30 points on the Kansas City Chiefs. Their offense has only scored 30 in three games this entire season. Yes, I know the 49ers offense is much better than the Kansas City Chiefs offense, but I'm trusting the KC defense more than I'm trusting Brock Purdy and the San Francisco offense in this matchup. I'm going no on any team to score 30 or more points minus 130. So let's think about the pricing on this. This is fascinating, right? You could go way under and a team win 31 7, mm-hmm. but you lose. That, and it. that happened. What was the Kansas City Tampa Bay final score, for instance? So that would be the example of. The game goes under, oh, oh, with but Tampa goes over. Yeah. Was it 31? 
Yeah, that was uh, 31, uh, Kansas City, Tampa, 31-9. Yeah. All right, but now let's But they only got 31. That's interesting. It's like Tampa just destroyed them in that game. They only got 31. Well, you're the one that came on the radio next day. I go, Mahomes was awesome. Mahomes was awesome. <laughs> yes. <laughs> See, when you got it in your head, you can you can lose by My it. man cannot throw the ball and catch the ball simultaneously, especially when it. no one will block for him. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> – if it's 20, so 51, or what, what, I'm sorry, we're at 47. I'm sorry, I was for some reason I was thinking 50. Okay, that's interesting. What, you know 47 what this, and a half. You know what this is? What? It's kind of like a team total teaser, because I considered this bet myself, and I, I, I agree with that. Uh, As, so it's a two. Oh, because I assume both teams that's clever. are lined at 20. Really? Right. No, assume, think about it. You're assume exactly both right. teams are lined at 24, Okay. You're essentially playing. Got to win both. You, you got to win both, but you're getting an extra six points on each of That's them. A bro- I, that right? is one of the more clever things I've heard. You so said. you're teasing the team totals, and I'm only laying minus one thirty. Yeah, <laughs> it's a regular I, teaser. <laughs> okay, well let's think about that a second. Now do you, now, do you lose on thirty if one team gets thirty? Yes. Okay. It's thirty yeah. plus. It's ties, so it's a ties lose teaser. It's any team Ooh. to score 30 and that's, plus. And that was the rub, and that's why I, I, would, are, I would bet this at 30 and a half, mm-hmm. but I'm not, I don't want to bet it at 30. You're minus 130? Minus 130 on the yeah. no, any team to score 30 Well, let's plus. do the math on this. All right, so looking at the minus two and all that, so we're saying what? If it's 24, 20. So we're saying like 24, 22, kind of? Let's just assume both teams should be lined at 24 to make this nice and, 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 and clean. Okay. And so what I was thinking— Well, think- why don't we go 24-23? Because they're at least a point Oh, that's of- a good point. I assume they're both 23-and-a-half. Let's do that. Okay. That'll- Which is what the number is, actually. Yes. 23-and-a-half for 23-and-a-half for the 49ers. And yeah, tw- essentially, that's the closest to the even money you're going to get, 23-and-a-half okay. on both sides. Yeah. All right. Okay, yeah. so we are getting six-point teasers on both. So now the question is— But not very valuable The number. question, so, so here's the question. I ask all three of you. Given the Niners go over 23-and-a-half— is it more or less likely that they score 24 to 29 or 30 plus? But why that? Why, how do we know they're going over 23 and a half? It'd be because otherwise you're going to win anyways. So I'm just trying to f- figure the value of the teaser, okay? Because, I, because I'm essentially not betting the team total. Okay, okay. I'm I mean, betting 24, 27, 28 are the only numbers that matter, unless, like you say, teams are going for two and mm-hmm. things like that. Yeah. So I mean the distribution. The question is what it, when it comes to a team score. You know I can actually find the standard deviation of that. See so, where I'm. We see where I'm going is that I think you need to. It has to be as likely they score 24 to 29 mm-hmm. as it is 30 plus. I think it's more likely they score 30 plus. Well, let's think about this. One standard deviation. Well, let me. Why don't we do this? Why don't we go on to the next? Uh, let, yeah. Steve, you can jump into the next pick. And then I'll do it after that, and then we can go from there. Oh, yeah, because you got the database. Yeah. Um, well, um, my pick is actually really similar to AJ's, only I'm betting it optimally, which, yeah. which actually AJ did wind up betting it optimally. I'm going to fade a Kansas City star, and he's been dating um, you arguably— You can do that, Fez. You have to have a cider total here. No, I've, I've used my points. If you recall, my second pick, I played first half to be over nine and a half total points. Yeah. Oh, I thought you said largest lead over— Largest, uh, largest lead, yes, but it's a points— yeah, we'll let it go. We'll okay, go. all right. I'm bending the envelope. It's a close one. File. He's really coming at you. you, you oh, yeah. He's you, angle are free. you are free to file a complaint with the Nevada Gaming He's angle court. shooting. He's angle shooting. So, uh, arguably, like, the second most famous person on the planet is Taylor Swift, and she's, her boyfriend is Who's Kelsey. Who's the most famous? I figured there'd be someone I'd forgotten. You tell me. Well, they can't be the most famous person in the world if you forgot him, Fez. <laughs> I don't know problem. that one guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
I mean, I'd have to say it's probably, I mean, Donald Trump might be the most famous person on earth right now, right? Yeah, there's probably a whole bunch of people in China that like are like like thinking about this. It could be a soccer player. I don't know. No. No. no, I really. If I mean, you don't know them, I mean. That, well, but but I live in America. There's only like like 400 million people here. It's, it's we're a small, tiny part of the of the world population. Except so our our culture it, it dominates the world. I mean, movies, pop stars. Sure, but I don't think it dominates like what most people think in India and and Brazil. You know, where all the people live. No, it does though. I mean, what I'm saying is like mm. like movie stars. I mean, that's they say the best or the most important export we have is our well, entertainment. The mere fact that Taylor Swift has been in Argentina right, and now she's enough. in yeah. Japan. Yeah, yeah, she's the most um, popular, right. well-known person. So Kelsey is going to be an extremely popular guy to play on. And further, he just had a monster, monster game in his previous game where he went for 100 yards at post. 15 minutes before kickoff, we shot for the best number. Kelsey reception yards, I am going under. That right was now a, listed at 72. I see 69 and a half. It's, I, I just looked at Westgate. Just looked yeah. up. See, see, it's already going up. Yeah. There we go. Well, you looked at Westgate at 70. Yeah. Okay. So I thought they'd be a proxy yeah. for the Sharp books. That's interesting. Yeah. You know, they, that could be a case where Sharp is square because they're like they're thinking, oh, everyone's going to bet him, so we're going to get ahead of it. Well, here's the question. It seems like sometimes Mahomes – I mean, Fred Warner is one of the best cover corners oh, – not corner, cover linebackers, mm-hmm. probably the best in the game. Right, AJ? I would say yeah. So that concerns me if you like Kelsey or I like it for your side, Fez. But I, it just seems like sometimes Mahomes just targets Kelsey 14 times and he's going to have 10 catches no matter what. Like if, if the game, I think this is one where, I mean, I, I have never said this to you. This feels like one you do after the first drive. Right, because you can in-game this mm. stuff if you have. Because my thinking is, if he first drive goes and he doesn't have two, tar- if he's even have one to Kelsey, I'd still go with you. Mm-hmm. But if he got like three to Kelsey on drive one, yeah. he's probably going to continue the whole game, right? Because I mean, to some degree, you know they're coming in the game trying to stop mm-hmm. Kelsey. So if they can't. I think it continues the rest of the game. You know, I think Kelsey's a little bit of a mutter, too. I think he's this big target. So, in, in a game in bad conditions in Baltimore, you know, it or, makes sense or a to game go to. Was your extra conservative? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That's, well, Roquan that's Smith, uh, to your point, RJ, Roquan Smith is graded on PFF just as highly as Fred Warner in coverage. And, I mean, Travis Kelsey had a monster game against Baltimore. I know. I mean, that's what I'm saying. I think he was, something was either injured. He has, if you look at, get his uh, week by week up. Mm-hmm. If you look at him from a certain point, like, I don't know, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, he's been as good as last year. Now, the t- to me, the two weeks is the key with the layoff. And it, it sounds stupid, but Taylor Swift is in Japan, right? Yeah, that's good. So he's, he's Women ruin some... legs. <laughs> yeah, women, women weaken we, we, legs. Like, I mean, <laughs> but let's be honest. If it, they're in, you're, you're telling me you wouldn't be more inclined to bet under Kelsey if she's holed up in some bungalow. Oh, yeah. of, of, cor- yeah. of course. Right? I, 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 I still well, We all know NFL players only hook up with one chick at a time. What are you trying to say? I, oh I, mean, my I think God. I just said it. I mean, wow. No, oh I'm my. So you're saying he's cheating on Taylor. I'm not saying that he is. I'm just Whoa. saying that there's it's there's been a culture exposed to professional athletes sometimes. Uh, well, first off, the way that you say that in a condescending way, 
uh, kind of distasteful. Just because your MMA yeah. pals are sleeping around yeah, with everybody. Yeah, it's kind of distasteful, isn't it? Yeah. And plus, I think the thing you're missing is this isn't North Dallas 40 days. This is like Kelsey's one of the what now? Uh, he's certainly one of the most recognizable people in Las Vegas right now, right? Agreed. So you don't think that any um, Putin that would get involved, maybe, would somehow be thinking, I'm going to tell TMZ the next minute? You think he's that? I, I, I think the yeah. odds of Kelsey getting any stray ass is 30 to 1 against. Okay. What, what would you think? I think that? that's probably a fair number. So why make the snarky comment? Jealousy. That's yeah, well, you know, if I could, if I could get fifty, though, <laughs> fifty to fifty one. Yeah. yeah, we couldn't confirm it. <laughs> right. I got Kelsey's game logs. So just in the playoffs alone here against Miami, seven catches on ten targets for seventy one yards against Buffalo. Under five on six for seventy five yards and two touchdowns. Might be a winner at and post. against Baltimore. Eleven on eleven for one hundred and sixteen yards and a touchdown. And your number now is what? It's seventy two. Is th- oh, so you like the yards? I like the yards under at post, where so and, I'm, and, and, and I'm and I'm 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 hopeful I can get a seventy-five, you know which is that? a boatload of yards. So what do you think? I I, I I'm going to accept that. Why don't? Or I mean, I'm not going to like press the button. But let me ask you this: It feels like this could be a hedge that right because I do agree yards under makes a ton more sense than receptions because he I think yeah. he might get because the conservative game kind of thing mm-hmm. right. What do you think about going over receptions like right now and then under is yards? He se- is he seven and a half? Kelsey is listed at six and a half, minus six. 160 to the over. So it's basically seven basically and a half. Seven, That's seven, a lot of receptions, yeah. too. But I, but, but I doesn't, it feels like it's going to catch a lot of 10 yard and eight yard passes. Yeah. I mean, it feels like that could be a clever way because yeah. if you think it's going to run. Yeah. Right, and I guess what I, I think it's already the receptions has already run. Like like Scott said, it's over six and a half lay a dollar sixty. Yeah, this might have been a move to make to make last month. week. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. okay. I agree with I agree with the thought though. All right, Fez, we took a we took a quick break. We did the math. Fez laid out for us. Yeah, so RJ queried all the. Playoff teams that have scored 24 or more points to create that universe. Yes, and it turns out in that universe, if you get to 24. More often than not, you get to 30 to the tune of 59%. So to, if a team scores 24 or more points, 59% of the time they score 30 or more. Only 41% of the time do they score in that 24 to 29 All point right. quarter. So now the question is, okay, we assume it's 50%. Now, he likes the under, but there's other ways to get at it, right? So we're going to so assume we're, So we're going to chop it off. So, the, so, yeah, so what happens is that uh, both teams are lined at 23 and a half approximately. Mm-hmm. So there's a one-fourth chance that both teams go under. So you win 25% of the time. It Clean. doesn't. You didn't need these extra points. Okay. Right. There's going to be approximately a 50% of the time one team will go over and one team will go under. Now this over is not, 23 and a half. Yes. Now, this is not exact, but it's close enough for the for calculations. So if only if one team goes over, that there's a 41% chance that you're going to stay on. Both teams are going to stay under 30. So 0.5 times 0.41 mm-hmm. is 0.205. Mm-hmm. So, so we, now we got 25 plus 0.205. So 0.25 plus 205, yes. And there's a third path to victory, but it's an, an unlikely path. Both teams get to 24, but they both stay under 30, and the chance of that happening is 0.25 times 0.41 times 0.41. 0. 0.042 is the number I come up with. So mm-hmm. when I sum the three trees for passes of victory, bad news, I only get to 0.455. So look, think about this. You're only winning like 45.5% of the time, and we're laying minus 130 on this prop. 
I got to veto it, Scott. Okay. Well, he doesn't veto it. He made the pick. Yeah. <laughs> we veto it. Uh, I'm going to veto it with a little yes. cash. <laughs> I, I got a bonus one. You want, I could take it back and, and put it in my oh, bonus prop. No, there's, well, you could give it out, but I don't think you're allowed to take okay. it back. Yeah, they, <laughs> Go ahead. But I'll give out the bonus prop. And Fez, you might call this one gambling, but here's <laughs> Fez won't like that. That's gambling. But I got, I got, I got numbers to back it up, and I got a theory to back it up as well. Shortest touchdown under one and a half yards. It's at minus one thirty-five. Now this is cashed in in seven of the last eight Super Bowls. Since 1990, it's cashed in 24 of 34 Super Bowls and in 36 of 57 Super Bowls overall. Now, the official for this game is Bill Vinovich, who famously hmm. missed the pass interference call in that Rams-Saints uh, NFC championship you know, okay. playoff game. So less pass interference means less and, shots from the And one. also was accused of missing a key pass interference penalty call against George Kittle the last time he was the official in the 49ers and the Saints and in the 49ers and Chiefs Super Bowl. It's great that meaning, they keep giving this guy big assignments. Meaning <laughs> he's good. Meaning that he might be more inclined to call a pass interference in this game. I'm gonna bet against this. I think it's his nature. I think all it takes is is could we could get a pass interference in the end zone and get that ball on the goal line. But even if we don't get a pass interference in the end zone, like I've said, this is cashed in seven of the last eight years, twenty four of the last thirty four years. What's the current odds? Minus one thirty five. Oh, I love it. I'm taking back under one and a half yards. So here's the thing. Oh, go ahead. I'll tell you why I don't like it. I'm I'm pleased to report I've done some research on this. All right. Okay. So it turns out historically, every time there's a touchdown, the probability that it's a shorty touchdown, a zero or one yarder, mm -hmm. is fifteen percent. There is no zero yard touchdown. Sure, there are. I don't think so. Oh yeah, you get you get sacked. You can't strip, have third and one. strip sacked in the end zone, RJ. Strip. Oh, okay. So you're saying a defensive touchdown in the end zone. Has in to be the end zone. zone. Okay, yeah. it okay. happens. I mean, it's unlikely. Yeah. So, so that was part of your calculation. It is. Yes. How, how often does it happen? It's like never less in the than Super one, Bowl, less, right? It's way less than one percent. Right. Um, so it turns out so there's an 85 percent chance on, if there's just one touchdown in the game. There's an 85 percent chance it won't so be a short touchdown. touchdown. Okay. If there's two touchdowns, the chance that it won't be is 0.85 squared. This is a covered so in. You like the under. This right. is covered under in, one and a half. Yep. This is covered in King Yao's. I'm saying you like the under in scoring. Yes. Too. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get to the answer. Um, it's covered yeah, in King's in, in King Yao's book. If you want to like read on. Um, lot, warning. Weighing, lots of math. Sports betting odds, right? It's, it's, weighing the odds of sports betting. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. So it turns out if there's five touchdowns, all right, mm -hmm. and we expect five and a half touchdowns in this game. So if there's five touchdowns. There's a 56% we get a shorty. If there's six touchdowns, there's a 63% that there will be a shorty. Mm -hmm. So if we get five, I think there's supposed to be like 5.4 touchdowns in this game. So I, I, I would come up with approximately like a 58% chance that there'll be a uh, short touchdown. So minus 135 is a good number then for a 58% bet? Yes. But there's one factor we haven't considered. Kansas City doesn't do much for like, – they don't. They don't. It's the same problem we were talking about: two running touchdowns. That that, that inherently, San Francisco, San Francisco is built to score one yard touchdown, but Kansas City is not. Oh, that's a good point. So that maybe evens out. Okay. Well, how's this sound? It's up to you. You can have both about, mm -hmm. or we can do one fifty on each and cut. We're doubling Ooh, up. That's complicated. What are you talking about? Go ahead. When you say, I was saying we bet usually three hundred on the oh. press the button. I thought he was going to have two th number three no, best no, bets. No, no, okay, no, no. yeah, yeah. 
No, I'll split it. I'll do the one fifty on both. All yeah. right, let's yeah. do that. All right, that way we can not. There's go a chance, it. chance to yeah. break it, break yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, my turn. Yes, um, yes, and then AJ will go last. <laughs> you say that with such disdain. It does. Yeah. I, could, I, could I said AJ will go last. <laughs> no, you said AJ will go last. Yeah, there was a tone. There was a yeah. tone. What is your Twitter again? A- at AJ is the real. Uh, RJ doesn't like to talk about that. No, you can't. I just wish it was a good Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> See, At AJ in Vegas. That's what <laughs> I, I like done. that. That's I know, cool. I know. Is that taken? I, I, I don't know, but I, that, I think like that would be too easy. That would make RJ much more upset than AJ my in Vegas. Work. That's got a nice. No, frame. everyone did that after I did it. There's all yeah. kind of ones out there like that. Um, but I was the first that I ever saw. I can tell you that much. <laughs> all right. Um, now, the one guy said Sue and Sue Fall, you know, Sue and Sue Falls. That was a little weird. A boy named Sue. No, I never thought about this. I've never spoken with Sue just by text. Maybe it's a guy, and I've been flirting all this time. <laughs> Native Damn American it. Indian. You know who? You know who what has wrong with that? Sue. You know who has AJ in Vegas? It's a parody account of you. It's got your picture. Shut up. And it says, "Brother of RJ." Following is like a backseat in the sports book. Let it ride. <laughs> All right. What a quote. They, 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 might tw- they might tweet more than me. <laughs> Jesus. No tweets since 2021. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Quit right when I did. He's given. Is this maybe your they, burner? Maybe, maybe they had COVID. All right. Uh, and died? Why are you laughing at that? that. Sick. All right. I've got some choices to make here. I'm going to talk this one through. I want to do something with Purdy rushing. All right. And I actually think Mahomes isn't going to run as much as we think. So I heard that there's even money, maybe you can find this for me, Scott, mm-hmm. where Purdy, no, 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 that wasn't it. Give me Purdy versus Mahomes maybe for the longest run. I want something with the longest run. I think Purdy's going to bust one. The- Purdy's total is 12 and a half right now. Okay. And what do they got? Like eight is the longest? His longest rush is eight and a half. Okay. Okay. That's interesting. Could nail down at the end. Ooh. But that doesn't affect longest rush. That's my point. Yeah. All right. I like that. But is there any heads up with like, like um, Purdy minus yards against? Against Mahomes? I yeah. can look for player versus player. Yeah. yeah. So what's your thinking on rush? I mean, you've been kind of blindly, Steve, going over. It's the playoffs. How's, where's your head at with the that? The tax is extremely onerous on Purdy. So Purdy numbers were like around six, like a month ago. Mm-hmm. And now he's 13. And so... Well, because he ran a lot in the last two games. Exactly. Yeah. So so his his usage should go up, but should it have gone from six to 13? Well, you could argue based upon the two data points we have, yes. If you look at it, it, common no, sense-wise, you, you, you have any idea no. what the longest rush was for him before? No. Well, they had to assume he was only going to run once, right? So it probably was around six, I would assume. I mean, a little less, I'm guessing. Yeah. And you're saying, what was the over-under for his rushing? A month combined? ago. A month ago, it's like six. Hmm. And he, now it's 12 and a half. So I, I don't ever remember a quarterback getting such a, a, a dramatic bump. Well, percentage-wise. Percentage-wise, yeah. Yeah. The, I, it just seems to me that if, if, if they are playing this conservative game— they're going to the, – tucking and running. See, I'm interested to go – Remember, per, last year in the playoffs, Purdy got hurt, and that, that was the kibosh on the season. I know they got Darnold on the sideline. So do they real? I, I, I guarantee you – It's the Super Bowl. There is there's, there's no way 
there's no way that there's a a planned run for Purdy other than a quarterback sneak. Well, no, but design has to run, be. It has to be a yeah. There's scr- no design. Scramble. I mean, Mahomes doesn't have design runs either. I mean, these are scramblers. Yeah. Right. Where you find it, Scott? Mm, I'm still looking for a head-to-head between those two. It's got over three and a half carries is plus money. Like three and a half rush attempts. Well, geez, if he gets three and a half rush, remember a sack can't be a rush attempt. So that right. means he's got to cross the line of scrimmage four times. Boy, if he does that, he certainly gets over. 12. He could get two kneels. No, that's true. I oh, mean, you're oh, likely oh, to get a oh, oh. They got a 55% so chance to catch a couple of kneels at the end at the end of the game. And those well, no, not that high, but yeah. not that high, yeah. Yeah. Huh? And those count as rushing attempts. Of course. Yeah. Okay. All right, so here's what I'm going to do. All everything points to uh what are we finding here? We got Okay, yes. Yeah, so we got Mahomes our doctor. Is, what was that? Mahomes is minus 13 and a half against Purdy. Purdy plus 13 and a half. That's what I'm going to go with. Okay. Because so you like Purdy Ma- plus 13 you, and a half? You, you like Mahomes under. And this is a, and you like. I don't like I think it's inflated. Here's what yeah. I know. This is really about the following. I think Purdy is going to be jittery. If he, Mahomes won't. So he'll run, no doubt about it. But I think Purdy's going to run out of fear, almost like. Uh, when you have a rookie quarterback, it's kind w- of already been doing that in the playoffs, frankly, and and it's worked. Yes, right. So, and if there's any time that it's a high, this is the highest leverage, mm-hmm. right? We always talk about that. Number two, Kansas City plays a lot of man to man. Okay, so he could get a long one, back turned up the shoot, and San Francisco doesn't. San Francisco. Mm-hmm. So to me, that's the driver here. I like it. Yeah, and uh, that's it. I like it. Right. Also, Mahomes is the king, as we all know, of like when he's kneeling down, he likes to do it emphatically. That's an interesting. He goes point. back a couple of yards. Yeah, he doesn't just like take the snap and then fall right down. No, he he takes runs. Snap. He likes to run he, off a little time. Yeah, yeah, but he'll, very sad. But also, like he'll he'll stand there and back up a couple yeah. of steps and then take the knee once a defender like comes close to him. You know? I wonder how much of Mahomes is about the kneel, possibility of kneel down. Because it does feel, I mean, what was it? It was like nine yards, just three kneel downs at Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, there was a famous, I, he lost 17 yards, yeah. I think. I think he, he literally lost like six yards times three. No, I still remember. It was it was, it was, it was nine or so because everyone oh. was betting over like 34 and a half. And it closed. And we had, 20, we had like a 28 and a half. Yes. And it fell 29. Yeah. I, and he had like 40. <laughs> well, yeah. He had 44 ending, he had 44 rushing yards entering the final possession and then he took a knee on three straight plays to go under the rushing problem. And he lost 15 yards? He finished with 29 yards. <laughs> well, I, that's, right. that, that beats any bad beat you can come up with with, with an easy basketball But somehow we still won that game. one. Yes. That's what I like. <laughs> um, but let's stop and think for a minute. So Kansas City, let's just say, has a 50% chance to win just to keep it simple for a second. Now, the odds of the team, the, uh, team ending with the ball if they're winning is what? Because they have that prop, right? They have, yes. Um, well, actually, the, the prop I saw was, will the final play be a kneel down? Okay. So but they often have who will score last. Okay, but go I, ahead. But I think the kneel down it makes It's even sense. Right, right on it, yeah. It's right on it. And the kneel down, I believe, is like minus 190, take back plus 160. Last play it, on a kneel down is minus 210 on the yes, plus 175. So we're saying 33%. Just under two-thirds. No, so yeah. two-thirds. All right. So two th- 50 times two-thirds, so it's one-third. So there's a 33% chance. Uh, let's call it 30 now. 
that, that Mahomes is going to be kneeling down. Okay? Three, in theory, it's going to be three times, though maybe it's only once or twice. Mm-hmm. Is there, now, what we know is, in that case, the Mahomes carry goes over. Because if you have three carries... Yes, yes. He's going to be have some carries before, yeah. So isn't this a chance, and we can see what the... Maybe jump... This should be a little preview of the same game parlay. Sure. If all we did was go um, over carries from Mahomes under yards, I want to see what kind of jumbo payout they give I you. see. Because yeah. it strikes me it'd be very hard to lose both. Um, well, not hard... I guess it seems like if they're not pricing this in, we got a 33% jumbo payout or jumbo win situation, and it feels like the other two-thirds is a normal— We we, we lose if he runs for a 35-yard run. If he has a big run, we lose. Yeah. Yeah. No no attempts on on the same game parlay option. In the Mm. Super Bowl? Mm. That can't be. But I like like your play. Yeah. They don't have—no rushing attempts. On the same, you can't parlay it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why would that be? Only yardage props. No, I understand. Mm-hmm. All right. If it gets up, I mean, I, I we're looking at DraftKings now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there. Um. I think it's interesting, but we'll see. I'll tweet on it maybe. <laughs> All right. Next. Uh, my last pick is going to be. I'm gonna take a little break. You go. Go ahead. I'm gonna go get a drink. All right. I'm gonna take the 49ers. Just trying to sh- shake them up fast. Over. <laughs> Over three and a half points in the first quarter. Uh, what? San Francisco over three and a half in the first quarter. Now we've What's already the odds. Um, jeez, I don't know about this at all. <laughs> RJ's not taking. RJ's getting the button. <laughs> I can tell. I mean, because they got to score seven, pretty it's, much. Uh, over three and minus a half. Minus one hundred two. Minus one hundred two. Yep. I don't like it. All right. Well, let's let's hear his take, and then we'll press. All right. We know the Kansas City Chiefs defense steps up in the second half. You heard earlier RJ give the numbers about how they just dominate in the second half. The 49ers have been a dominant first quarter scoring team. They are the third highest scoring team in the first quarter. Uh, they fifteen and five in their games this season. They've gone over three and a half points in the first quarter. I think Kyle Shanahan's going to come out with a strong game plan. I think they jump out early. I do think, just much like the Buffalo game, we see the Kansas City offense or Kansas City defense struggle early and adjust late. So I, I think I think San Francisco gets off to a hot start here. So I'll go over three and a half first quarter. Yeah, I got to tell you, I'd rather bet San Fran to score before they punt. You can get you can get on their on their first drive. There, there's that prop, and you get uh, it's right around like plus one hundred five. I'd prefer that. Do me a favor. Pull up, um, Scott, pull up uh, 49ers under Shanahan yep. and look at the first quarter. From what I saw, I'm going by memory now, it's like seven of the nine were zero in the playoffs and like two or three. It was it was like of his last like chunk. And then before that, he had more. But like it, since he went conservative. Uh, first quarter, 3.6 points. Okay. The average isn't going to help any. Yeah. So oh, you wanted the results here? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. And go. I went from the most recent back. The most recent. Okay. First quarter. Zero. 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 Three. Ten against the Seahawks in 2022. Zero. Zero. Ten against the Cowboys in 2022. Three. Seven, seven in his first two in 2020. First yeah, two playoff games. Yeah. Four and seven. Uh-oh. Hey, they're piling hey, it bring up. Bring it on. <laughs> 
<laughs> Steve, you doing it? Yeah. <laughs> Hold on, give it to our guest. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, the, the, th the thing, I, I mean, I understand they could get two kicks at the can if they start with the ball. But if they don't start with the ball, you're really getting one possession. You're getting one possession. And you, more than you, likely. As you mentioned, the first drive result 49ers first drive result, punt plus 130, touchdown plus 210. Field goal attempt plus three fifty. Screw that! Yeah, I don't crap. like that. Screw I don't that, like that crap. Three -way that, thing. Yeah, that three. Forget that three way. We're, well, I'm just we're, telling we're, you. If you I know we're going to play. We're, nope. We're, we're, I want first drive result, but we're playing a two way prop. But what's interesting here is we can figure out the imputed odds. I, right? I don't have to. I know I'm being ripped off. No, no. I'm saying imputed odds to then extrapolate oh, here. Oh, but, but but it's cleaner just to do the two. All right. So we where is it? I'll try to find it at Westgate. Okay. All right, so I don't know if I'm going to be able to find it. They get thousands of props. Yeah, I don't know yeah, what's yeah. going to be under. <laughs> well, so so let's walk through our rationale here. Obviously, you got the season in which they've been really good in the first yep. quarter. You also got Kansas City is better this year in the second half defensively. Yep. Now, if you look on the the uh, all the time, uh, Kansas City and San Francisco are both uh, a point under the league averages. In the playoffs, and that counts those like jumbo scores. I just think since Jimmy G started going, he got it. Yeah, we got no score we, we plus. This guy, no, hey, Doctor Joe, if you don't have a good career. We can have Doctor Joe says assistant. no offensive score is even money on the first draft. Yes, and minus one twenty five is no offensive score. All right, so we're saying fifty five percent. Yeah, yeah. All right, so let's just say half the time no, and then half the time you're only getting the one possession. Right, and that's no score. But what's the split between field goal? I mean, that's what we got. I, yeah, I'd go to. I'd go. I'd two go. To no, it's not that high. It's a touchdown. It's like sixty percent field goal, forty percent. All right. So half the. So figure it out. Scribble it out real quick. Yeah, yeah. All right. So half the time I get one possession. Half the time I get two possessions. Mm -hmm, that's right. Fair. Okay. All right. Now I might hedge out by this gonna the take coin a, toss. It's going to take a little while. So. All right. Like I'm starting to get. Light. How are you feeling about this? I right. feel fine. So is there any is there any facts that will enter through? Like when you hear the facts, it doesn't. Did, would you have bet I that? I the facts. Fifteen and five, they've gone over. Well, that's this. part of the fact. And you've got an offensive genius with an extra week to prepare. How Shanahan do on off buys? I don't know. <laughs> I'll tell. You. Glad you asked. Tell me. How's he doing the first quarter off buys? I don't I'll know. Tell you. We can find out. We can find out. But I've just right, I've so seen we'll the Chiefs defense struggle in the first in, in early in games all playoffs. Against the Ravens? Against the Ravens, even, yeah. Oh, Didn't they have a 10-point lead at halftime? Yeah. All right, I like AJ's side on this. So Kyle Shanahan with 13 or more days of rest. Here are the results going from the most recent to... Uh, this well, just give us the average. Seven oh, points now we want the quarter. average, okay. Seven, points, Seven the... points in the first quarter. So that's well, he's actually... He's beating up on... Is this playoffs? Yeah. No. No. This is all games with 13. Well, they're, they're, yeah. they're clobbering cream puffs. Yeah, go playoffs, okay. see what it is. Yeah, he'll beat he's a he'll beat up on those uh, Carolina. They scored, they scored right, first only touchdowns against Pittsburgh, Baltimore, and Cleveland this year. They, the, the they, best had, they had the Steelers plays. No wonder. Go ahead. Only one time with the 13 day rest, and that was the Super Bowl with the three points against the uh, Chiefs. That seems to be on point, though. Huh? That's right on point. Yeah. For Chiefs Super Bowl. Oh, that'd be for the hook. The hook gets him. <laughs> oh, I'm rooting. I'm rooting. What are you thinking, Steve? I'm almost done. This isn't, I'm, I'm, I'm hacking this out. This isn't Steve playing speed chess. <laughs> I, 
there's there's I can't simplify the math. I gotta I gotta. <laughs> it's like I gotta actually do the math. Yeah, give me. Doesn't make sense. I'll give a bonus pick because we're talking. I actually like, and this is a playoff of um, Scott's second half, but I particularly like third quarter under for the teams. Um, so in the third quarter, as much as Kansas City dominates the fourth quarter on offense with 4.8 more points than the average playoff team, they score about four points less in the third. So they're about uh, minus 3.8 relative to the other teams other than San Fran or them. And so if you add in the fact that they don't score Mm -hmm. and their defense is great, I think the third quarter is a place I can isolate and feel even better about your second half. So you're like under nine and a half in the third quarter? Is that what it is? Yeah. What's the the under is plus 114. I wouldn't mind 10. What do we got? Okay, so my numbers show it's like really, really a bad bet to go over three and a half. So let me. You mean, let me, you mean our bet's good? Our bet's good. Okay, I so like let, to me, be let me check my math here. It's like it's like overwhelming. So I said there's a 50 50 chance for one possession, a 50 50 chance for two possessions. And I thought about that. You know what? Maybe it's more likely to get two possessions. So maybe I'll go, but it doesn't matter. Even if you get two possessions. You're still an underdog to get there. Well, you know what makes me think two possessions is because if the first one takes a long time, the chance of scoring right. goes up. So but what, let's, let's, let's be optimistic. Let's say for, for AJ. Well, yeah. Let's assume so, we get two possessions. So just okay? to let the audience know, that's code for saying Fez is going to still feel good about this bet even if we give him every possible yeah. assumption. All right. So I have a 45% chance of scoring. Right, and then I have a sixty percent chance to get my touchdown because I need a touchdown. So 0.45 times 0.6, thats only a twenty-seven percent chance. But wait, there's another path, and the the, the second well, you're plus three hundred on this, right? No. Oh, okay. The second path is like, okay, I failed on my first possession. That's 0.55. Then I succeed in my second possession. I multiply by 0.45, and then I multiply by 0.6, and I get 0.1485. And now I'm only up to 42 percent, and that's a, but now yeah. now it's true. This assumes you need a touchdown. I did not price out field goal, field goal. Well, that's very unlikely. But it's unlikely. And uh, trust me, the field goal, field goal add-on is not going to offset the fact that I'm screwed. I only have a 27 percent chance if I only get one possession. Here's what's interesting. <sighs> I like the other side. Yeah, I want to go under three and a half. I think it's the best bet. Yeah, <laughs> but here's what I'll say. Think, let's think about. Let's think. <laughs> I need the finger wave. Get me down. Get me hey, AJ, bet a three. Why not, just bet, yeah, why, AJ, AJ, why not just bet San Fran to score first? For but, instance, but, but, but let me make a point because I had to take a, a, a side or total here. Oh, that was really a strain, wasn't it? One side or total of all the mm. choices. Now let me let me ask you this, Fez. Mm-hmm. It seems to me there's a hell of a chance they get that second drive, and if it's going to be a touchdown, <laughs> get it, down to the ten yard line. Yeah, that's what we just talked mm. about. They're going to matriculate. So, the, so it's not told- that you. It's not that you get two drives. It's that you have two completed drives. Right. They're not going to graduate all the way down the field. So if you don't get the ball first, I don't think there's any. I mean, let's think about that. You're, you, you're, you're, you're a monster underdog if you don't get the ball first. You're really drawing to one long drive. So four That's years that. ago, Super Bowl 54, Chiefs got the ball first. They went three and out, punted. The 49ers got the ball next, obviously. Ten plays, 62 yards, kicked the field goal. Perfect. The Chiefs got the ball. And ran out the entire rest see, of the quarter. They didn't even see the. They club. started with the ball and only got it one. They only got it once. They did. Uh, well, no, the Chiefs scored <laughs> yeah. a touchdown with 30 seconds left in the first quarter, but oh, the Chiefs had the ball left. for seven so, and a so half they minutes. Barely, barely a kick got return. There. Yeah, yeah. A kick right. return. Mm-hmm. But maybe that game's not applicable. Hmm. 
Again, it happened a couple years ago with like totally different offenses. And I think the, 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 right, the, the Chiefs the two, have a better defense now. The, and, and, and people, the naysayers will say, well, there could be a pick six, you know, whatever. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 oh, there's yeah, obviously I mean, a chance. Thing, yeah. But I, honestly, though, I'm, I'm going to bet the under. Yeah. I mean, right? Even yeah. beyond that, I mean, yeah. that seems. Pretty, and, 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 and AJ, you gave us. It's okay. I'm looking back to see when the last time the Niners had one drive in the first quarter, and right now I'm eight games in and haven't found one. So the, well, the whole fifty-fifty thing is kind of bullshit. AJ, how often? How often did the, well, well? You can bet that you that, that, that this is a, why not just make your why not? Well, I, what's the bet? What's what, the bet? The bet is AJ. Why don't you just bet Niners to score before they punt? Uh, the Niners to score in the first drive plus one hundred. <laughs> because I don't need them to score on the first drive. What if they punt the first drive and they that, score on the second drive? What they, they, they have they a second drive second. almost every single game. Even they when they complete the second drive? The, so against the Ravens, the best defense in the NFL, in the first well, quarter. First off, they didn't have the best defense. Yes, in the they did. No, statistically, I, they did. No, the Browns were better statistically. I know all the talk about the Ravens. Everyone wants to glorify the freaking Ravens. They weren't the best. To be fair with AJ, the, the data on the Niners is very clear that this is a good bet. It's just the math, the math doesn't – and well, the current no, no, pricing no, no, no. says no. If you want to give all the Niners credit for this year and all that, which makes some sense, mm-hmm. I think it makes it where it's a it's not a horrible bet. Mm-hmm. It still doesn't come out that it'd be a great mad. It's going to be you know it's not dumb to go. This. I think there's a real chance the Niners play differently. Well, I, I think they're four and seven in the playoffs, and that's I think that that's the, the, the and they're two and the seven number. the last nine. Yeah. Well, wouldn't you rather have 49ers first quarter? Yeah. As opposed to just over three and a half. So that's interesting. But because that, that's you a have great to lay- point. You cannot lose. I mean, you, the Kansas City's not going to beat them ten to seven. If if you told me Niners got seven points you in mean, the first if you quarter, get a tie, if you get over three and a half, yeah, so they're going to get seven, you yeah, know, yeah, or yeah. more. But yeah. if you but if you told me the Niners got seven points, how and, much are you willing to bet the Niners first quarter pick them a lot? But you got to. But what do you got to lay on the pick them on the first quarter? Minus one twenty two. Ooh, yeah, I'd much rather have that. But that's a better bet. Isn't isn't that? I can win if we get a three. Now, exactly. Isn't that, though, weird that the line's two and it's only that small of a first quarter price? No, because the money line's minus 125. But that's deflated because of the so, whole Super Bowl effect, right? Not yet. No. It's it's pretty much price correct. Okay. So so if the money line's minus 125, then every then the first half should be like minus 118 and the first quarter like minus 116, something like that. But the the, the question is... If you if AJ believes that the 49ers are going to score a touchdown in the first half or two field goals mm-hmm. in the first in the first quarter, excuse me, then Niners to score first, Niners first quarter, but all that's forget good. about for them to score first because the Chiefs can score yeah. in their, the first drive yeah, of the yeah, game. Yeah. He's saying, but that, 49ers to money line first quarter is good. Is the better it's a better bet? bet. Yeah. It is a better bet. Yeah. Though I wouldn't say if it's if they score two two field goals, then obviously can't see. Yeah, can score a touchdown be so seven if, six. But yeah. let's yeah. be honest. The odd, when's it? You know, two field goals is a long shot. Yes. Yeah. So getting two drives is a long shot. So to yeah. cash the one bat, getting two drives is not a long shot. The 49ers have two drives in the first quarter every game, whether they get the ball it's, first. We're, or we're, not. we're we're all agreeing two drives is likely. I'm not. Yeah. Two two drives of completed drives. It's uh, by likely. I should say it's it's fifty one percent maybe. I, I bet sixty. The better phrasing is two drives that end in field goals in the first quarter is very unlikely. Yeah, because the first drive being a field goal means it's longer. Exactly. Than, how's this sound? If you get the ball second, I'll make you this per, uh, perspective bet. 49ers get the ball second and they kick a field goal on their first drive. They don't get a completed second drive. That I'd make that bet. You know, I this is interesting. Unless I, I I would book that bet only because you're You'd you're b- thinking book against me. Yeah, yeah. Because you're, you 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 I think you you're, you're thinking in the context of the Niners driving. Mm-hmm. 
It's all, it, uh, 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 but they might not be driving. They might just go three and out on their second drive and punt. But they're, they're so moot. great. But the, but then then it all becomes moot, right? But because, I'm willing to bet they're going to get but, some yards. But yard. your point, your point is, it does your, have a script. Your point, your point is, if the Niners are driving, it's likely the clock's going to run out. I agree with that. After if after kicking a field second. goal, right? and, yeah. and you've already kicked a field goal. And I know, Mah- I think it's going to be a very slow paced game. I think that if you actually look at it, this is what makes the actually. Is anyone got picks left? No, no, no. We're done. Everyone, let's talk about the game, and we can give a forced pick here. Here's a couple factors I think on the game that really matter. Number one, the 49ers have the slowest offense in the NFL if you look at time between plays, which is seconds the, per play. Yeah. Seconds per play. Thank you. And they still have the best scoring offense. So, like, if you look at raw points, so this, you can see why the pros that love the underlying stats love the 49ers. This is a team that, in the counting stats, looks really good. I think they're first on points, right? Mm-hmm. But they're the slowest team. What's it? Thirty point seven. It's like Michigan football, like this year. That's why people, the analytics well, guys, love Michigan because there. It's not an. It, it's it's a slow offense technically by by pace standards, mm-hmm. but it's so efficient that they were able to put up. a If bunch they of were points. playing as fast as, let's say, the, the top ten percent or the top ten teams, who know what would they be averaging? 34, 35 mm-hmm. points a game. So this is a great. But they are slow now. Kansas City's not fast though. Kansas City's middle of the road. They're yeah. 19th in the league. But how? But the question is, how's their play count in these games recently when they've started running more? Yeah. So it does seem to lend itself to that. Would you play San Fran time of possession? <sighs> well, no. I, I think not? it's very correlated with them winning. You oh, know, yeah. oftentimes no question. time of possession isn't correlated to winning as much as you think. It, actually, there's no correlation typically. I bet there is for yeah. the 49ers. That's interesting, AJ. Can you um? Oh no, no. Scott, I'm sorry, Scott. You got the database. Can you look and and say um? You know, time of possession is tough. Yeah. But uh, because they do it in seconds. Um. I guess my point is this: How do the 49ers win? I think they win by running the ball. I think if they win, they're gonna. I know they're not gonna pass a bunch if they're winning, right? I think they keep running. I mean, Shanahan will. Well, keep we run- know Purdy's not gonna throw the ball 31 times. Well, that seems. Well, hopefully, <laughs> did we ever find that? Did we um? With the key, with the number one, yeah. Well, is it thirty one and a half or thirty and a half? It's thirty and a half is the minus one ten side. It's yeah, that's fine. Yeah. So, well, I guess I could take either one. It's a choice because like, we're all laying weird. Yeah, prices. minus one minus one forty five for thirty one and a half. So, how many places did you look? Uh, three. Yeah, that's accurate. I mean, that's good. All right, that, that's I'll, ta- good I'll take the thirty and a half. Yeah. All right, so Steve, what's your take? Let's let's focus in and let's talk game, and we'll finish up. What do you got for the game? I, I like Kansas City. Now the markets don't agree with me. Can, I can get Kansas City plus two and betting exchanges plus money. Okay, so the, the the betting exchanges are saying the Niners would be the preferred side. I disagree. I think the analytic math geeks are saying, hey, the Niners are the better team. They should be favored. And my take is that. That was the case during the regular season. I've got five data sample points, and I think they should be weighted a whole lot more. The Niners haven't played well in the playoffs, and Kansas City played great game against Miami. Okay, it was zero degrees. But then they played two absolute title contenders on the road, and they took care of business. Teams playing at a very high level, their defenses. I would make the case of all the teams, if it wasn't for the injuries with Miami, and let's just set them aside for a second, if because if, if it wasn't, Miami might be the fifth, would have been about the fifth best team in football, but they were banged up bad. Okay. Buffalo could have been, the case could be made that other than the Chiefs, the three best teams in football were Baltimore, or other than the Chiefs and the 49ers, 
but I guess now the 49ers count because they're going to play them. Buffalo, Baltimore, and San Francisco could be the top three teams. I know people say Buffalo, but in power rankings, they I mean, look, they were favored. I think those are the three best teams coming into the playoffs. Coming into the playoffs, potentially the three best teams. I mean, Detroit showed pretty well. Did they get better than Buffalo? I would say yes, to be honest. But it was close. I still think Baltimore's the best team. I think so, too, probably. Except if it's if it's regular season. Yeah. If it's playoffs, yeah. it's, I mean, come on. At some point, we got to say, you know, look look at the wall. There's writing on it. And it's 48% completions. <laughs> but to have Kansas City beat the three best teams other than them in football to win a Super Bowl, and they're on – and let's be candid. It's hard to imagine how they lose any of those games. Meaning, I know they were close. I know you could say if these three things happened – but Kansas City was in control of those games. Yeah, this is interesting. I I I, I agree with you, and it just it it, it was by a mo- a minor miracle. I believe Buffalo. It was almost a pick 'em at the end. Maybe you could look at fourth quarter um, win share, but like with two minutes to play, when Buffalo's driving that game and Buffalo's down three, that game's like a pick 'em. Um, in terms of who's going to win. Oh, I was actually watching the cover because we actually are building a cover percentage model. Mm-hmm. I was watching it. It did, at, at their best point, it got to, right, like they had a first down on like yeah, the yeah. 33 or whatever. It got to like 51%. But of it that. never should have. You're, you're directionally completely right. Remember that was when... The, um, Chiefs the, were 51.5. Well, that's straight up win, right? Yeah. I guess was, that's what we're talking was, about. Was, was, was that the game was, who fumbled on the one for the... Hardman fumbled on the one yeah, for the yeah, Chiefs. Yeah, and that, yeah. Uh, yeah, they should have been up to So it took that... I mean, so I, maybe I should let's just say that at no point did the chief were the Chiefs ever a dog of any significance. That's a great way to say it. In the entire two and games. And they were styling, cruising for most of the way yeah. in so all those games. If Kansas City wins the Super Bowl, this is the hardest path to a Super Bowl since 1981 by opposing DVOA. So was that the was that the Raiders in 81 against the Eagles? Uh, maybe just 81 might oh, I'm just when saying. the stats started. Because that's the year after the Steelers. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking yeah. the, the Flacco path was difficult. No, the yeah, hardest the hardest prior to this year's the Kansas City. The quarterback path was. Prior to this year's Kansas City was the 2007 Giants. And I guess that's because they, oh, they had yeah. to go on the road for every game. And then also you wait the Patriots yeah, in that's the Super good, Bowl. That's a good point. But, uh, and then before that, 2005 Pittsburgh. Your Steelers. Oh, real playing, wow, playing Seattle in the yeah. Super Bowl? That's interesting. 97. And they played Denver, right, on the road. They beat Denver, and, the and they ni- beat the Colts, right? What was before, Green Bay's Before path? that, 97 Denver, 2012 Baltimore, 2011 Giants. So mm-hmm. those are the hardest Super Bowl so paths the Patriots. by opposing DVOA. So just to be, wrap this up, AJ, you, if you had it to do over, if you had a time machine, you would fire it up, go back, and say what for this bet that – We've all bet. Oh, my last. I, I would take what Scott said. Just take. Go ahead. Explain. San Francisco uh, to to win the first quarter. Yeah. At minus one twelve or whatever mm-hmm. he said. Yeah. All right. So, but unfortunately, there is no time yeah. machine. All right. So, it, you're saying what you saw from the Kansas City was so good, you think they're the better team. You gotta think there's a better team, or you at least think it should be pick up. I, I have the two teams one point apart in my power ratings, but these are still like kind of like regular season power ratings. It's like, but I mean, I gotta look at the experience, mm-hmm. you know, of Andy Reid and Mahomes, mm-hmm. and like who's more likely to just donk off the game and just do something stupid? Clearly, the Niners. Now, um, Amenhu is that how you say his name? Amenhu. Amenhu. Who? Huh? Hmm? Charles Amenhu. Uh, He's an important player on that team. Yeah, he he was out for the early part of the season. He was suspended. And when he came back, he was like the best pass rusher that they had. Yeah, and and if um 
if you look at it, I tell you, I think you don't think Casey gets run on. I think absolutely they get run on. I think they're happy Jones, to be run I think, on. Wow, you know, it's like I don't their think game it, plan. I don't think they, well, they were happy it with Buffalo every... doing it until halftime, and they said we have to stop that. Mm. Like I, I don't think they're happy getting run on. Well, they are. That is typically they are. Right is the way that they build the defense. Yeah. They're in nickel all the time for a reason. They're saying we think we can yeah. do decent, but uh, what is it? Chris Jones? He he had a good year rushing the passer. He actually had a horrible year against the run. Mm-hmm. So if you, I, I'm just, I, it just feels like the injuries. You're, you're, you got a line lineman on both sides out, right? People don't usually pay attention to that, but it, it could be meaningful. Mm-hmm. I I agree with you. The Mahomes. I, I I guess I'm going to lay out in the same game parlay pod a scenario that San Fran just runs and runs and runs, yeah. and I think we can there'll be a it's an edge case, but but boy the idea like if it was pick them I would like it just is weird that like we think there's value because we think it should be three like you can't bet San Fran unless you think it should be three right, right. that's a that's a strong that's strong there's that, no way it could be three yeah. I don't think so. I mean, if this game, if Kansas City wins this game, you know what the narrative's going to be. It's like, how these dummy betters, remember they used to always bet against Tom Brady, and now they just bet against Patrick Mahomes. But remember, Brady went 10 years without winning a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. It's like, this is... He won a lot of playoff games, though. No, but now we're in a Super Bowl, right? Yeah. I mean, this is when you're supposed to lose. This is when you're supposed to lose if you're a good team, but not a great team. Yeah. Force play, I would take the 49ers, minus two. Really? Yeah. I, I just think like we're we're so overreacting to what we've seen in the last two games, and I know they're playoff games, but they're just two games. No, it's three games. They dominated Miami. The 49ers, well, I mean, the two games for the 49ers. Oh, so it's I, five yeah. games. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's a good point. Yeah. Because but, anyone that can say Miami was beat up, but I'm saying it in context, they weren't the fifth best team in the league, but the line was what, three and a half or whatever, right? Initially, the open. Yes. So you could have bet a how ten houses on it if you wanted to. Yeah, but was that obvious? That and Miami I know that was, was one of your games, like was, games yeah. of the year or whatever. You had Kansas City. I did, but but still, it was they weren't giving money away, mm-hmm. right? But well, turns out they were. What would you have made this line <laughs> after? after this like, is a good question. Before the playoffs started, what would you have made San Francisco Kansas City on a neutral? Oh, I, I think San Fran minus. Well, Three this and is and a, half, this probably, is interesting. Right? No, what? It's a trick question. Uh, I would have made it like two and a half. If right. they go to the Super Bowl, is what you're saying. Exactly. Because if, but, but if they said, yeah, I'm sorry, all the other teams have like have COVID and they can't play anymore and we're just going to put those two teams in the Super Bowl, I'd make it three and a half. But if you told me they're going to meet in the Super Bowl, I got to make it like two because I got the path. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Not two, Steve. It was three at, I mean, Circa doesn't do dumb, dumb stuff. Circa put up three last week. Yes, but right. it got bad immediately down yeah, to two and a half. Yeah, so there, yeah. but there was per, the best bookmakers in the right, right. So it was still deemed to be reasonable. It wasn't going to be two before yes. the playoffs. Yeah, right. All right. Yeah, but that was. A, I mean, I mean, again, that was a good. Number. I, I'm sh- I'm shocked. Like like the, this opened two and a half. All right, it, it immediately went to one, and I'm like, "Yep, that's obvious. You got you. This game's going to go to pick." And I'm shocked. But it got, yeah, it got bad. Yeah, yeah, it got bad. bad and this has happened three times now with Kansas City games where I was like, and especially specifically, but I took Kansas City plus three and a half against Baltimore. I could have gotten five. This never happens to me. I was like, what is going on? It just feels like all season long we talked about San Francisco and Baltimore, the two best teams. San Francisco, Baltimore. Well, no one said teams. that about Baltimore until they went into San Fran. I mean, remember, they were getting six That's in true. that game. That's true. You're right. Uh, until the Baltimore game, it yeah. was San Fran clearly the best team. Mm-hmm. And then. They play two playoff games where they're 
they they don't look great, certainly. But now we're like, yeah, they're just not that good. I, but I just when, don't when get you it. have an unproven quarterback, is the key. I mean, he. Here's the thing: if you go to a site called, um, it's a site that mostly does uh, European football, but they do. Uh, I mean, but they're an advanced analytics site, and I uh, I can't remember the name, and my iPad just died. <laughs> is um, they have their own little like EPA variant, right? IPA, whatever it is. And they had Brock Purdy with like 90-some of their win share points. And literally the next quarterback was Tua that had like 55. And then Mahomes had 30. Hmm. I mean, like in, by some views, Purdy's had the most, you know, an MVP season. No, you know, no sour grapes. The idea that he looks so different in these playoffs is if he had even one playoff uh, behind him that he won a Super Bowl, even made the Super Bowl and had a good game, you know, a la like um, Hurts, right? If he had Hurts' history, I would say San Fran all the way. There's a material chance that he is going to be freaked. I, what was the biggest game he's ever played in before this? Before this championship game that he he stunk for at least half of it, right? What, Iowa State versus who? Yeah. Right? Because, I mean, I guess the, they had a first playoff game last year. Right? The Dallas. Two playoff games last year. The Dallas. Oh, but he got hurt. Like, yeah, the Dallas, the the Dallas game. game. Yeah. Well, he got hurt two minutes into the NFC Championship game. Exactly. They played Seattle, then they played Dallas, and then they played uh, the Eagles. Okay, okay. So they had two. So they played, what were they laying, like eight or nine to Seattle? I mean, yeah, listen, I've yet to see him. Steve, do you think it's a material factor that Purdy hasn't proven himself under the the brightest light. Oh, absolutely. It's the same. You know, it's interesting. I mean, Lamar Jackson was two-time MVP, and we were saying he's unproven. So how can Purdy possibly, you know, Purdy's obviously gets put into a category of completely unproven. Especially considering he's won, he's won three playoff or won four playoff games. He plays for the the Niners. Oh, you he really the ball say off. he's unproven? You, you I, he's I, proven. I think like you're saying he had two bad games. He played, His QBR was 88 in, against so the you, Lions. So What's you, the, you think he played well? I think he played well against. I think they, they if it wasn't for Brock Purdy, they don't come back and beat the Lions. What's the probability Purdy is the starting quarterback for the Niners three years from today? I think it's high, actually. I'm, I'm, what I'm saying is, like, like, do you even have to debate this of, of a guy that was a Super Bowl MVP candidate? I don't I mean, think we should debate it. I oh, think, I think I, we should. Well, but people are. Oh, I think we. I mean, there were guys like it's funny. Th- five weeks ago, I mean, even you put an MVP ticket on the guy. Like, he was I, the I, MVP I, of the league. I got to so I was, I was on. Um, and then, then he's got the playoffs I, and played very differently. I, I was doing a hit. All right, and and Purdy was sucking, and the and the Niners were down big at halftime, and they were talking about against Detroit, and they were so saying, when you say a hit, you're saying a radio appearance. Yeah, it was a podcast. Okay, and and they were saying, and these guys are not dummies, and they're like, should we go to Darnold? They seriously were saying, should we go to Darnold in the second half? And I said, that's lud. I actually said that's ludicrous. I have Purdy an above average quarterback, you know, and they're like, and they were like yelling at me, like, oh, you're, you're smoking crack, you know, whatever, you know, did, did you, are you not watching this? I well, mean, I think playing Purdy that this year probably played the best of any quarterback. I mean, like, we, you can say, well, with a Bayesian look mm. to the future, there's uncertainty. Right. But he, he didn't have a good, he didn't have an above average. He had an a MVP great, type year, yeah. yes. So by most, by the typical MVP metric, I mean, look up EPA. He was not, probably mm. number one still. My point is he looked very different in the playoffs. No doubt. Now, he did play like up to his normal level when they brought him back. So let's say this. During the year, he played his normal level in every game except Baltimore, let's say, Mm -hmm. and and Cleveland. 
So the two best defenses he played against, right? Cleveland won, Baltimore two. He plays below average in both games, right? Then they get to the playoffs, and now with the pressure, and let's be honest, Green Bay was a lot better than Seattle last year, and Green Bay was probably comparable to Dallas, you know? Their, their offense, but Green Bay's defense was no better than any of those teams. And he yeah. looked bad in that first half. Yeah, yeah. So my point is, you could make the case that if we talk halves of football, that three or four of his worst halves were in a cluster of three or four games out of like 20, mm-hmm. in which it's again with the most pressure against the best competition. Yes. I haven't seen him do. I mean, I know this. Was it? Was he the quarter? Was it last year? Kansas City came in and just blew their doors off, or yes. was it two? And last was year. Purdy quarterback? That was the first game. That was McCaffrey's first game, but he didn't play the full game. Um, and no, Brock Purdy was not the quarterback mm. then. So, to me, it does feel like Sam Fran has trouble against the best teams. He did play though. He came in in relief at Jimmy Garoppolo, four for nine, sixty-six yards, and an interception. Wow. Again, it's a first, you know, Mr. Irrelevant, his first NFL experience. But my point is the 49ers have a team unlike any team we've seen. When's the last time a team has been run the ball this much, have a game manager quarterback, but probably has more talent than a game manager? Let's accept that. When's the last time they've been a Super Bowl favorite? It hasn't been in the Mahomes era. No. And it hasn't been in the Brady era. No. Really? So we're saying we're talking. I mean, maybe we want to say back in 2003, right, with Tampa Bay yeah. or Baltimore. The ones I'd who, say, well, no, because the Patriots were favored. Were the Patriots favored over Atlanta? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, I still remember. I had Atlanta. Yeah. I, I had. Uh, I think I got five and a half. I had Atlanta, and and somehow lost that bet. <laughs> Can we call Seattle that type of team? Well, I mean, did, was Russell- Seattle was that type of team, but they weren't favored, were they? No, they, well, certainly against you against Denver, Denver. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And like at that point, was Russ a well, game manager that Denver, with a little that more Denver talent? Was, that Denver was like pick them. Yeah. It opened up. I think Manning was favored initially. Then Seattle was close like one and a but half. But would that so be I a know. team? Run first, defense, yeah, with Russ fair. being the game manager that's actually It's that era because right, the year before that was the, the Flacco Ravens. But so. we're talking about two different things. Yeah. We're talking about can you be a favorite without having a great, great passing offense? And you're answering that question. Mm-hmm. But that wasn't what this is. The San Fran's defense is a question mark. Yeah. They have a good defense with a great offense. Mm-hmm. When's the last time a great offense was run based and it carried a team to be like a top team in the NFL? So, ball, if you think back to Seattle, it was a great defense yes. that did it. It wasn't how great their offense was, it was, it was serviceable. My point is, when's the last time there's been? I mean, I would say Lamar in 2019 when he won his first MVP. Baltimore is one of the best teams in the league, mm-hmm. and they lost. Right. I, I I just don't think it's fair to say that San Francisco's a run based offense. What? I, I mean, they, they're the, they're the most efficient passing team in the league this season. It's efficient because they run so well. I mean, let's just look at, look at run percentage. How often do they in a, in a neutral spot, not even with the lead, they are one of the more run heavy teams. Steve, don't I don't guess who sides who. Would you say San Fran is a pass-based team or a run-based team? Neutral. Really? Yeah. I, what are you eating? I, I got I had a kind kind bar. <laughs> I'm I'm an old guy. I gotta like I gotta get my um, blood sugar. Yeah. Did you take your dentures out? <laughs> Not yet. 
neutral. That I don't agree with that at all. You know, I, the reason I say that is that um, I, I thought they were a big time run mm-hmm. guy, and like Mackenzie and I got into a fight over this, and I looked at it, and Purdy actually has had some really big pass numbers over well, the yeah. course of the year. Yeah, but early look, in the year, I mean, he's forty nine ers with a third fewest pass play percentage in the NFL. 51.82. I mean, I'm not sure how else to say it. I mean, they were efficient passing, but they were a run-based team. Baltimore was the least, Chicago second least, San Francisco third least, and if you look at the NFL team rushing leaders, Baltimore most yards per game, Chicago second most, San Francisco they, third most. They were yeah, the, the, the run you're right. They're run-based offense, but they were equally good running and passing but, the ball. But but see that's the thing. They were good cuz they ran. Mm. I know that everyone wants to say establish your run doesn't mm-hmm. matter. Well, to some degree it does. Everyone knows they can run and so because of that it, it opened up the passing game. But let's give pretty credit. They weren't going to run that much being behind as much as they were the last 2 weeks. Though Shanahan will They still ran. Will keep, they still ran. Will keep you know, running. this this is pursuing to what you're saying, and and maybe they don't trust Purdy. They really ran the ball a lot, you know, considering how far behind they were. But that's Shanahan's thing. That they don't change their game plan. Yeah. They, yeah. They're not going to. Yeah. So I, I guess what my the question I asked AJ was, and we'll wrap, is when's the last time a team that was not a pass based offense, meaning even if you want to call them kind of neutral, though I don't think how can you be the third? Yeah. And, but they're run. Yeah. Right, but but they're still a very efficient. They're the best offense in the league, let's say, or one of the top two, or I think probably the best, is most efficient for sure, so that's the best. Is when's the last time a team has had an offense that carried them to a Super Bowl championship or to be even a big favorite for the Super Bowl going in? Well, not a big favorite, favorite going in. The, well, let's just say make the Super Bowl, where it was an offensive-based team because San Fran's not about their D. Their D's fine. It's Their D's what? 12th, 11th, 9th. It was really good. It's not really good anymore. Yeah. So let's call them currently 10th. Mm-hmm. I think it's being a little generous, maybe. If you have the 10th best offense to be a Super Bowl favor against Mahomes, you got to have a really good offense. When's the last time an offense that wasn't pass based was that good of an offense in the NFL? Eagles last year? Oh, well, that's interesting. First of all, they were never the favorite, right? Well, you just said made a Super Bowl. I, I mean, yeah, that's true. That's true. Hmm. I know. I mean, I know he threw for 480 yards in the game, but what was? Can you look at last year's numbers? Mm-hmm. See, but I can you look at the um, script neutral or the uh, or the context neutral? Because if a team's winning, like Philly would run and run and run when they were winning last year. Philly was fourth fourth least passing percentage, fifty point two six. Okay, but that's no context neutral. Oh, that's, oh. that's just all. Place. Okay, yeah. you know if you you can go to NetFlow and mm-hmm. and he has it. So, um, you yeah. know, I'm going all the way back to like the Tennessee Titans, like 20 years ago with Eddie George, you know, pounding the rock and making the Super Bowl. Yeah, I I, I think Steve McNair won the MVP. He was running a lot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think he, didn't he tie for the MVP? He did. Yeah, split. That's 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 interesting because I thought that was completely a run based team. Interesting. No. Well, they, there was the one pass they fell a few yards short. That, yeah. But it, it is interesting, these teams that, that are flawed. Like, I think the Bears went in there with, um, I always forget the guy's name, the quarterback for, like, against I, Peyton I'm, Manning. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Rex Grossman? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Rex Grossman made a Super Like, to get to the Super Bowl is easy. Like, if you actually look at the Super Bowl champions and look at the runner-ups, it's amazing how... There'll be eye, they'd be thumb eyesores if they won it. Trent, like, Trent Elfer did win one. He did, he did. But that Good was defense. one of the best. De- that was a great defense. Eagles were 11th last year in, in uh, rush rate. 
Okay, adjusted for uh, contact. Situation. You know, it's got to be here because I'm seeing, because these are different numbers that yeah. I pulled up before. Yeah. And this year, according to Neflo, this year, 49ers number one. So, rush rate. Okay. What were you saying about losing quarterback, runner up quarterbacks? Like, I, I didn't know. Just saying that, that, like, I think there's something beautiful about the NFL that if you win a Super Bowl, it means you've answered all the questions. And if you just look at the difference between the teams that made it but didn't win it, there's some real shaky teams. But you look at the winners, man, there's not shaky teams. Philly, maybe, you could say. The Nick Foles, Philly? Yeah. yeah. No, well, no, no. Oh, they, you're talking about runner ups that, that weren't shaky? No. I'm saying Philly, when they beat. The Patriots, I don't. I don't think that was a great team. That was Nick Foles. That's what I'm. That's what oh, I'm saying. Yeah. But, oh, but, but I, I thought you said McNabb. But, but when they had Wentz, they were like they were a dominant team from. But they didn't Wentz have went Wentz. Down. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I mean, I guess the point I'm saying is they that was the one team that won. I think because of their analytical, they were at the forefront. Yep. They went forward on four. They did a lot of wild stuff that. That page, they just they increase the variance and it all rolled sevens for them. Yeah, or they don't win that game. But that's the worst. I mean, think about it. who's the bad Super Bowl winner. The two Giants teams. Boy, the way they played. I mean, yeah, if you want to look at regular season, but wow, what you games they played? Some of the best yeah, I mean, playoff games you're ever going to. I mean, see. If you look. You're right. If you look at the season, but but he's going to be in the Hall of Fame. No, I mean, you're right. I mean, that's the. Th- I guess it's a self fulfilling prophecy. Yeah. Right. All right. Closing thoughts. I got a cut. Uh, go ahead. Um, if you can tease Kansas City with an open spot, if you got a book, obviously Kansas City. And we, you would keep it to next year? Uh, <laughs> spring football, April. Uh-huh. UFL. But are go. points worth the same? Pretty much, yeah. So you had the one league you were undefeated in, and they gave, they they just abandoned The Alliance league. of American Football. Yeah. Now that is in no way associated with this. They Correct, but they have some, a lot of the same players keep kicking so around. So we're going to say players, is the non-NFL American <laughs> yeah, football. spring football. What yeah. was your record? Uh, I had an 11-0-1. And yes. <laughs> and they the said, league folded. He, yeah. They said, that's it. He's going to be a lifetime winner. <laughs> the book called the league and was like, guys, you can't play any more games. Fez is crushing us. <laughs> we either got to lower these limits or you shut the league down. <laughs> All right, I got a couple of facts here for you guys before we go. And I want to hear your thoughts on it. So I was a little thinking about the game state. I was thinking, if one of the team gets up, how different is that going to be? Because most of these teams, they were winning, San Fran even more, they were winning by nice margins this year. So I said, what happens if it's halftime and you're not winning by more than three? So you're either winning by three or less or losing. So you're not winning by more than three. So these teams combined in that spot, we're six and eleven against the spread ultimately, but let's nine and eight straight up. But let's look at the the actual um, consolidated stats, summarized stats. So these are games that they were the average. Um, they, the average was they were losing by about three points. Looking at it, so combined, they won the third quarter by one point, one point three, and they won the fourth quarter by about three points. So they come back, nice, strong. But their point totals weren't that strong. It was uh, an average of about 19 to 20 points. So I thought when these teams were behind, they'd come storming back. It seems like their defense. So here's the uh, them versus the opponent, and I'll go. Uh, these are combined. Uh, third quarter, 5.4 points. Opponent, 4.1. Fourth quarter, 6.3. Opponent, 3.6. So, so two and a half. Okay. So now, 
when they are winning by three, more than three. So, Steve, wouldn't you generally think scoring would be down in, in the when they're winning by more than yeah, three? Yeah. All right. So, in this case, the average score was them winning by, this is the first half now, uh, seven, so four and a half, six, like by 10 points a game, their average winning here. And then in the third quarter, they score 5.0 and give up 3.9. In the fourth quarter, 5.1 and 3.6. So really, it's almost identical if they're winning or losing, mm. which is wild, right? If you're average up by 10. Well, the defensive numbers are identical. And then the offensive numbers just drop off a point in the fourth quarter. That's it. Yeah. But you would have guessed way over yeah, that, right? Yeah. So I guess what I'm saying is if one of these teams, especially if KC gets up, I wouldn't assume that it's going to be some monster scoring in the second yeah. half like mm-hmm. we often would. Okay. One more thing. So if a team is uh, favored by more than, let's say uh, – Three points or more, all right? Three points or more since 2004, 3-11 and 11 against the spread. So when they've been laying the lumber, mm-hmm. it has been bad. It's gone under uh, five of the 14, went over, nine went under. So five and nine. Okay. And they lose against the spread by over a touchdown per game. But... When they're less than a three-point favorite, two-and-a-half-point favorite, two-and-oh, two-point favorite, oh-and-one, but then one-and-oh and one-and-one. So it's the favorites are really, really bad if they're laying the lumber, not so bad if they're not. In fact, they're winning if they're not. I thought that was interesting and noteworthy. Steve, what are you doing with the total here? Boy, it seems I, like the. I mean, I expect to have the, di- the the difference between the offshore books and the Vegas books to happen again. So I've always talked about how three quarters of a point is the difference. So if 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 Costa Rica is dealing forty seven, Vegas is dealing forty seven point seven five because we get more square ball action in Vegas, and the public loves playing overs here. And I got to tell you, with the Super Bowl in Vegas, RJ. I'm gonna have to play the under. I'm gonna have to play the under at post. So you but think not, it's but we're waiting. More. We're waiting until post because it's gonna go up. But that's, the public's gonna bet it. Yes. That's that's right. And especially where is the Super Bowl being held? Well, Allegiant Stadium is right next to all these MGM books, right? So Mandalay Bay, Luxor, and you can just see like people walk into the games like, give me the over. So you think bet MGM will M- have the highest total? So I'm gonna forecast that I'm gonna bet under against the MGM at post. Okay. Yes, that's interesting. Yep. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. I think it's sharp. Is so what I did was I said let's find the Super Bowls that are most like this. So I said give me a favorite um, that is uh, the, and the total is. Uh, let's see here a second. When you say give me a give me a favorite, what do I'm you saying mean? I'm creating a scenario in which we have a favorite with a total under 52, right? And I just went from a favorite's perspective. Is oh, I guess from what, the favorite's perspective. Yeah, because if gotcha. you, if you don't, you get both I'm, sides. I'm with you. I'm you get with both you, no. sides of it. So um, so I shouldn't even have said the favorite, but a total less than 52, um, three or the over under has been eight over six under. So. As much as these bigger totals have gone, and the total is above 52 or 52 or above, one over five unders. So we have two dichotomies here. Small favorites do okay. Big favorites, no. Small totals go over some, not crazy, Mm -hmm. but big totals haven't. Mm -hmm. 
And historically, in the in a lot of games, the big totals go over. Like I always was, the, I always thought bet under the biggest total of the week, but over the smallest. It hasn't been like that for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. All right. Any closing thoughts? How much uh, do do you factor in that it's been raining here on the grass that's outside the stadium right now? Because I remember they well, talking about massive or crying, right? No, no, I'm talking about like the um, the, the games, the oh, game the field. field. They got massive dryers out there. Okay, they've been running them nonstop. Because I, I, I remember last year it rained in Phoenix before the Super Bowl, and everybody was complaining. They, I mean, obviously because the NFL got embarrassed by the poor playing conditions. Everything the God, I read, the said, father said that exactly. They got better horticultures mm-hmm. and 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 botanists out there. And I saw a video just yesterday of literally like these massive. Dryers that are blowing underneath the tarp, like they're they've, they've they're drying the. Field. I think I saw Matt Damon out there. In fact, you know he's like <laughs> tremendous. And not, and not to mention it's going to be dry the next three days leading up to the Super Bowl. But but but, no but w- one of you mentioned the field. I forgot which one. Um, that th- this really is unfair that the Niners are practicing at UNLV. And so so okay, this is this is such nonsense that's being just like me. reported by people that don't know anything about what goes on here in Vegas. The UNLV facility opened a year before the Raiders facility. This is not an old facility. What has happened, though, is that the NFL came in, and in order to have the teams practice on grass instead of artificial turf, they installed a grass field on top of the UNLV artificial surface. And the 49ers are not—they're saying it's not up to—the NFL saying it's up to the standards to be playable— but they're saying it's too spongy because there's nothing under, there's not a layer underneath. Basically, the NFL rushed it. Okay, and that's the complaint here. But the, the facilities. So, but, so we don't care who's to blame. The question is, is it an effect? I don't think uh, I don't think practicing on a field that just feels a little spongy is going to have an effect. If you're saying that someone's going to get hurt in practice, no, I'm then saying, we can then we can talk about the field. No, I, I got a I got a stated. I'm 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 San Fran. I'm both state of the art facilities. I, I I so San Fran's got like an NFL like like the home um, team always gets the NFL. Facility. Yeah, I mean I think that's I but I think in this case there's such a disparity. Maybe this is the case there, in, it, in prior years. Not, the UNLV facility even is, mentally, is new. Even well, mentally, hold, hold on, I'm who pissed cares off? if it's fair? The question is, can we? Take advantage of yeah, it. Yeah, if I'm a San Fran player, even even if even if, if my field was every bit as good as your field, like I'm reading all this, it's like I'm playing on like a college field that it's spongy. I'm, what, what, I'm, this would is, it come sucks. up if it was just as good? Who brought it up? Apparently they did. Yeah, yeah, players that were that being interviewed by reporters, they're saying, oh yeah, I don't like the surface. That even we're if it's a placebo, on. it's a distraction yeah. for yeah. San Francisco. I agree. I agree. So says the guy that has Kansas City. Fez. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Um, I've got the uh, the money line rollover versus the. Uh, okay. Okay. This I, is good. We wanted to do this last week. We forgot to do it. But oh, sorry. Uh, so the 49ers coming into the playoffs were plus two fifteen to win the Super Bowl. After the money line rollover through the if if they win the Super Bowl, it would pay out plus two seventy three. So slightly more. A lot more. Well, you don't know a lot yet. Mm. All right, so give those numbers one more time. Okay, uh, plus 215 pre-playoffs. If you on the 49ers. Yep, plus 273 after a money line rollover. Okay. Now the Chiefs' pre-playoff odds were plus 950. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And after, that was a jumbo number. People were saying, oh, that's a great number. Mm-hmm. After the rollover, plus 1926. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's God, Green Bay didn't make it. <laughs> but here's the question. I guess the 49ers could have not made it, and it would have been a lot less, yeah. right? 
But otherwise, you know Baltimore wasn't going to lose, the, or it didn't seem likely to lose mm-hmm. to Houston. Mm-hmm. So it seems like the path was pretty much what was expected. Yeah. Well, yeah. So If anything, I mean, San Francisco got an easier path than expected. Yeah, but I'm talking about what made that KC number so jumbo. Yeah. It wasn't unexpected. Last thing, how did things go with the punt? Did the punting – so last week the punts, we went over – uh, or I'm sorry, you guys went um, over because of the altitude. Where's the numbers at now? That's a good question. Slight That's... leakage upwards. But not much. Not much. Yard upwards. So we, I believe we played over 56 and a half and over 55 and a half, and now it's 57 and a half and 56 and a half last night. Well, that's pretty big. Yeah. Okay. All right. So if you like. Wisnowski. Now, if and you, Townsend. If you like those kind of things, check out the other pod. I, I think we got a couple of good ones. Same game parlays. And next week, we're going to do a big recap of the season. We're going to be looking at next year's odds. I mean, let's just say between now and March Madness is not the time to miss out. So enjoy that and talk to you then. Oh, wait, oh. wait, wait. Fed's got to take us out. Hey, hey, <laughs> let's be careful out there.